Hey guys, welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. We are tardy because my dog caught a mouse with his mouth. Yeah, and I just and didn't really want to come. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like I haven't seen you guys since last year. <laughs> someone, had to say it. someone had to get it out of the way, and we've got it out of the way now. Now let's move forward and talk about the uh, the, the resolutions that we're not going to keep. Let's talk about that real quick. Arnold Schwarzenegger had a good point. I listened to his podcast, and he was like, start strong. Start in December. And then you don't have to start again in January. You know, I guess that just defeats the purpose of a resolution then. Yeah. You start, like, you start a month early. It's not a resolution. I don't know. He's got a point. I was like, I, hey, there's nothing like, though. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about, like, the mind psyche, like, the placebo effect or whatever. But, like, that January 1st always feels so good. It just feels like a clean slate. Like, anything could happen in the whole wide world. And everything's fresh and new. And you don't, you can, you're going to get off that mess. You're going to get off of it. And, yeah. and you're going to have a good year. Finally. I can finally tell Teddy how I feel about him. I mean, I can learn how to paint. Yeah. It's not just boy dinner. Paint is thick. Saltburn. What? Boy dinner. <laughs> have you guys seen, have you heard about Saltburn, by the way? The movie Saltburn? No, yeah. It, it sounded pretty good. It sounded like the uh, the male version of, um, of uh, Cruel Intentions mixed with single white female. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I, all I know is that there's a scene where Barry Coagan walks up to a tub, and I've seen the still shots from it. And there's a tub and the dude that he's obsessed with or whatever, his uh, stuff, his man juices are in the, the drain of the bathtub. And he apparently gets on his hands and knees and licks it up. Oh, and like how's his face in it? How's the pale ale, Stifler? <laughs> Boy, did pale ale. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I will, I, well, here's the thing about that movie. I actually read about I was going to rent it because it actually sounded like I like I think Cruel Intentions is a good fucking movie. It sounds like I, your kind of movie. Yeah, it sounds exactly like, you know, a little bottle of wine, <laughs> some you know candles going and like touch myself <laughs> with a rope. No, but I, I no, it, it did remind me of stuff like Cruel Intentions, which I did enjoy that movie because he's a manipulative asshole. Like that's the whole point. Like he does like the guy that that he's going to college with and he wants to fuck him, but he also wants to be him. So it's more like a, yeah. like a sociopathic obsession, like single white female too. And then he also has sex with women. And then I, I, I'm not going to ruin the movie because I, I read the whole fucking, the whole thing. Of course thing. you did. Well, no, it's not a horror movie. Well, I was, it, the whole thing, it was a review. So I was like, I don't know if I want to watch it. At the end of the movie, he said that was the most uncomfortable, like even him drinking cum water. The, apparently to him, the most uncomfortable scene in the movie was at the very end where he has to take, he derobes and his whole oh, yeah. dick is out and everything. He's walking around yeah. on the, on the balcony. He's like, behold my wiener. Yeah, and apparently that's his real is his real dinghy too. It's yeah, not a prosthetic. I, I didn't. I don't know if it's big or not. I don't know. It might just be a Appar normal size. Apparently, it's it's huge. Because I mean, mm. yeah, dude, you don't see dudes with no. That's that's actually not true. Vigo Mortensen <laughs> had his tiny wing flying around everywhere at the end of uh, um, uh, Eastern Promises. He gets yeah. in a fight in a Turkish bathhouse, butt naked, and has this, like legs legs wrapped around a dude's neck and like all this stuff. And he's just out. I, I gotta respect it. You know. Yeah. Some pre Madonnas would be like, you got to CGI that up a little bit, make it a little oh, bit yeah. bigger schlong. Yeah, I'm a grower, not a shower. So you won't ever see me with my dinghy out in a movie. Not that anyone would ever ask, but I, not unless it's a full on scene. And then I mean, I'm if like, it was like a hundred grand, if it was a hundred thousand dollars, you just pull your dick out and they're like, it's only for like a minute. I'm like, okay. Yeah. 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 But that it's on picture forever. Uh, well, yeah. But I was like, I get, I have a hundred thousand dollars. I'll just do that. Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was Except like, yeah, I have a small wiener, but I was on a big movie and I have a hundred grand. In my pocket. Yeah, as long as you get me, you know, hard first, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. I'm not showing the flaccid version. It's like, I need a, before I, after. Before I need after. A, what are they? I need a fluffer. Can I have a fluffer come in? Just yeah. keep it like nice in between shots. Can you call Jay? Have him come over for me. He's yeah, the Jay. only one who can get it. He's, he's to got to talk to it. Rub it out. <laughs> he knows what to say. The password is New England clam chowder. Ooh, whisper that's just what it. your butthole smells like. <laughs> like Black Beauty. You got to whisper to it. 
Oh, so we got a good show for y'all tonight. We're going to be talking about some 1990 top 10 movies from Mike and I, what we consider yeah. top 10s. But, you know, it's not it's genreless, okay? We're not about labels around here, okay? We're not, don't you dare assume my genre. But I, I will say, by the way, uh, it was hard as fuck. And I'm not talking about dicks right now, but it was, it was extremely hard. There's a lot of good movies that came out in 1990. A lot. I actually yeah. was shocked because I was like, oh, there was only a few. No, there was quite a bit. It's going to be a tough one. It's it's going to be a tough one for sure. I have a lot of great, I'd say honestly, but like, it, again, when it comes to these lists, it's the top 10 movies of the year 1990, the singular year 1990. The, I would say honestly, like critically acclaimed version wise, the way everybody else would see it, my, my 10 honorable mentions would probably be, those are probably better movies than my actual top 10, mm -hmm. but it's my top 10. There are many like it, but this one is mine. I didn't even put any honorable mentions in it. I just, I was like, I don't even want to put it hard. I was like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, if I do that, <laughs> then I'll always second guess myself. If I'll see it, I'll see it in the box, but now I have to switch this out. It's like a fucking puzzle piece that'll never fit. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to start in OnlyFans because apparently uh, people in the chat want to see it. They want to mm -hmm. see our, our dinghies and we can play swords with them too. We can play swords with them. If you want there's to. a lot of people getting rich off shit like that. So why not? Yeah, we could paint them blue, or we could paint them red and green and do like lightsaber fights. We can be like that one. What was that one chick that went to the gym with painted on pants, and then she's trying to act like excusable because she said a dude did it, and then she's like <laughs> yeah. doubling down. And she's a fucking idiot, and everybody's roasting her ass. Yeah, I think she. Like, well, no, she's on kick, but I guess I, somebody said that she has an OnlyFans. Like, take your broke ass back to OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah uh that, that that stuff's crazy uh, and twitch now you can, uh, apparently what's the rule that like you can get naked on twitch now as long as you have black bars covering your dick. i think they relax some of it yeah i don't know what they did i mean i don't know hella get out of there Come here. go now uh, she's yeah. obsessed with that corner of the house because she found a mouse over there do i wish you know we've had, i haven't mice before like my dogs just look at it I could yeah. literally just run up and like cook them dinner and they'd be like ah oh, fuck it's almost cool. <laughs> appreciate it yes okay, okay. Dude, I feel so bad killing mice. Like it's that's I, I let them go on for far too long in the winter because I feel so terrible killing them. Like there's no worse feeling than I hate, than... dude. I fucking hate them. I can't stand them. I don't want to kill they're anything. So cute. Like, no, they're not, dude. They carry diseases and shit. I fucking hate those things. Oh, so but I, I want they do like I remember one that uh dude, it was the way like it literally out of a movie. It was like last year or year before. Uh, I was taking a duty and a fucking mouse ran into the bathroom while I was taking a duty. <laughs> and it was like, it went under the door and I saw it and dude, I, I, like, I didn't know what to do. I lifted, I slowly lifted both my feet up and a couple more turds dropped out. Like I didn't mean to push them. They just, because I was scared and I got up gently, wiped my butt. And then I got out in the hallway and I was trying to figure out how to get it out of the bathroom. It eventually skittered out and it got into my bedroom and it got under my bed and it got into a box that was under there. Long story short, I, I got it out, but dude, it was like, I was like, uh, the way I acted trying to get it out of there it was like I was dismantling a bomb. Like, you know, the hurt locker? Like, I was like yeah. fucking Jeremy Renner walking up to a bomb. I didn't know what to do. And when I janked the box up, because it was in a shoebox full of shit, it was in there. And I, I smacked the fucking box like that. Like, I didn't, I just smacked the box because I was scared. The mouse was dead. It died of a heart attack. No. Yeah, well, dude, because when, when I pulled it out, it was like, but it could have been, it could have, it could have also just been like, it could have just been scared. Like, it could have been like passed out. Because I was like, I smacked the shit out, and then I, I grabbed the box really quick, and I flung the shit out in the fucking field or my, in my backyard with all my stuff in it. And then I went back later, and it was gone. So it either got eaten oh. or it ran off. So I don't know. Yeah, it, maybe weird. it passed out or it had a heart attack. That actually happened to me. So we we caught some using a trap, and then, like, I felt so awful about it. Like, like I felt so terrible, like, having to put them, like, in the trash can. Like, put out, it, it ruined my day, kind of. And then, like, last night, I caught one, and it was a... Uh, uh, I caught it in like a pan, like I, I trapped it with using a pan. Oh yeah, and like 
the little guy just didn't know what to do. I took him outside and I opened up the thing and he wouldn't leave. I was like, go. It was like Harry and the Hendersons. I was like, go. He's like, hmm. And I was like, you got to go. I can't keep you. And I was like, maybe I could keep you. I could get it. Like, no, you can't. You got to go. And then finally left. And I told my daughter, I was like, we did a good thing. We saved him. We didn't kill him. She's like, yeah. So he can go in the cold and get eaten by a fucking uh, cat. Good job, dad. That's I was like, what do you want me to do? It's called the circle of life. We we contributed to the <laughs> ecosystem that keeps this world going. But by the way, I will say the thing about, well, I, I actually do have one of those in those traps that are inhumane. You can buy them on Amazon for like 20 bucks to send you two of them. And it's all it is. You put a little peanut butter or cheese and it slams it slams it down. Like, yeah. like it, it traps them and it's like, and it's got holes in it so it can breathe. And you just take it and open it up. And let it run out like that's it. It's well, that's all it is. Did they it, make that? It, it, I don't know. It's reusable, so I got like an extra one. But I, I never it, like I never had to worry about it because like that fucking one had a heart attack or it passed out, so I didn't have to worry you know use it anymore. But how do you? The worst ones are like the ones they just that, come back inside though. If you do that, that's why you're supposed to drive like a half a mile away from your house and let them go. Oh, that's smart. I'll just take them to the neighbor's house. There you go. It's like I'll just let them out like right by my front door. They won't get in it. <laughs> yeah, I'll just put them out. Put them in the windowsill. There you go. Get out of here, pal. Go. Oh shit. Yeah. Anyways, um, that's that's what's going on with us. <laughs> really How exciting stuff. Yeah. Big big day. Big day. Uh, I might go to bed, Bath and Beyond later. I don't know. I don't know if I'll have enough time. Uh, first super chat of the night goes to Kyle. Says, "Can I get a Luma shout out? It's my birthday. Happy birthday, Kyle." Happy birthday, Kyle. It's your birthday. Get a job tomorrow. Get a job today. Shut up. See you. <laughs> that was to the tune of what uh, was it? Uh, it's my up. party, and I'll yeah. cry if I. You know, I remember that from Paul. Joshua Ayers. What's up, dude? Happy New Year, you sexy beast. Hey, thank you, Happy man. New Year to you. Happy New Year, Josh. I'm glad to see you're still practicing satanic rituals with your profile pic, so it's a good one for you, too. <laughs> yeah, still. still playing uh, the happy Pagan Year to you. <laughs> yeah, man, New Year's the best. I love that. Oh, that's great. It's also my wife's birthday's New Year's Eve, so we got in a uh, uh, we got in a ham fight. We got in a fight with ham at uh, her parents' house. We oh. were drinking alcohol. I thought you were just going to go seriously. He's like, we got into a real fight, and I smacked her. I shouldn't have done that, but I did. <laughs> no, I ended up chasing each other around the house, throwing ham at each other. It was a good time. Hey, I thought you put her up. She's she's back over here. That was Hella. A, a of, uh, you remember that scene in Best of the Best? When uh, the guy well, I, the guy with the cowboy hat, I can't remember, he was dancing with that one chick, and that dude got mad, and it was Bert. And he was like, that's my girl. And he's like, yeah, go away, Bert. And then he like goes back to punch him and he ducks and he hits the girl in her face. And, and she's like, that's a good move, Bert. Don't take no lip from her. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? Best of the best. Oh, that's shit. I don't remember that. That was part. when they were in the nightclub and they were dancing and they, it was like their one night to get crazy. That was a great scene. Yeah. yeah I got to rewatch that movie again. It's like, there is no choice. Yeah. Eric Roberts, man. Dude, Eric Roberts was in 63 movies last year. 63. I think it was some that might be not be the exact number, but it was around 63 movies he was and in. 61 of them went straight to DVD. Oh, yeah, no, 63 from 10 or 62. <laughs> I yeah. yeah, I read somewhere that he's on there's a list of actors that go around, and it's like, and I don't know if this is true or not, allegedly, but like I read that there was a list that goes around to different studios, and it's a list of actors who will do anything for five thousand bucks, like any movie you want, fan film, like whatever, five thousand bucks. Is that what he calls there? 
Uh, I, if that's true, I guess, uh, which we should get him on the show. I mean, I don't have five thousand. I don't have five million. But well, it, I was cool. going to wonder if I, I'm sure Nicholas Cage was on that list for a little while when he was trying to repay his debt. Yeah, that moment he did have. You seen those yeah. stinkers that he put out back in the day? Like you were like, yeah, that motherfucker was like saying yes to the dress anytime they said, "Hey, you want a movie?" But yeah, yeah, how much is it? That that's what made uh massive the unbearable weight of massive talent. Such did you ever watch that? No, it's dude, you got to fucking watch. It's so good. Well. The thing about Nicolas Cage is that I I, I I think he's great. I love Nicolas Cage, but I will say I call bullshit on one thing when he's like, I'm not really, I'm not really like disappointed in any of my movies. I'm like, dude, don't fucking lie. Cause I swear he's contradicting himself. Cause I think in another interview, he said, Yeah, I did movies for money, obviously. I mean, yeah, I was like, dude, they're not all the, like you you made some big shit boat banana movies for like obvious reasons. Like you needed to pay back debt. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about that, dude. Check this out, by the way. I'm glad that we brought this up because we I've never shown you this before, and it's fucking great, dude. Nicholas Cage, by the way, between him and his relationship with the son, the with the vi video we saw with him and Brett the Hitman Hart, no Brett Michaels, one of those dudes, uh, Vince Neil, one of those dudes outside of uh, oh, uh, it was uh, Brett Michaels, I think. Yeah, one of those. Oh no, it, maybe it was Vince Neil. Neil. I don't fucking know. I think it was Vince Neil, but anyway, he just seems like the, he seems like the ultimate Hollywood dude that you would hang out and have a beer with. This is a video of him doing karaoke. Someone just filmed it. He just went to a karaoke bar one night and just let it loose. He looks like a he looks like a county sheriff, like too drunk and all on his break. <laughs> <He does. laughs> Ain't like no way sheriff. a telephone just ringing a police station. No, no way, how, no gonna, way. He, he's gonna be the new fucking uh, Andy Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his hair, dude. He's got this man well, I think he's all serious with it. Like, what was that? All right, who are you? Get off my screen. Oh, yeah, because damn. You could never. Like, those self-tanning lotions must be like his number one go-to product, that man. <laughs> but no, yeah. Take Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, well, do karaoke is all about like having fun. Like he's just having fun. Fuck it. Like he did I look like it, he man. was like super three sheets to the wind, like Nick Nolte, like levels of drunk, but it was all right. Good for him. Yeah, I loved it, dude. Purple rain. It's like that dude we used to see at uh, the karaoke we frequent that does. He takes like songs like Adele and like he does the metal version. He gets yeah, like, that dude, Yeah, that dude scared me, dude. That guy looked like that fat guy in Butterfly Effect with the big spiky hair. That was a... <laughs> when he was at the <laughs> he pool. Because I, I want to go talk to him. Like, man, you did a good job, but he scared me. That's exactly what he fucking looked like. Uh, and of course, he would do Prince, too. That makes that makes total sense. Courtney Reed! I think Twister is going to be Twister's gonna be a great movie. Dude, me too. Yeah, like, I think so, too. The dude came out about that, and he said, um, "He said it's not a reboot. It's not tied to the original in any way. He's like, it's just its own thing. It's its own separate thing." And uh, he said he took the movie because of what Tom Cruise told him. He's like, "You want to pick movies that resonate worldwide with an not just America. You want to pick movies that resonate with the world if you want to do a hit." So he, he did Twisters, which dude, I think it will be a hit. And like everybody has tornado. Well, it's been a long time since you've seen a movie based around a tornado disaster, so that's be cool to see. Yeah, I can't wait for it. Our top ten most anticipated. Uh, yep. of the year courtney you fucking beefcake and, and, you know, and, to, and to be fair uh twisters i uh i was gonna say <laughs> that's a great home game everyone that you know that's such a wonderful game that we all play it like you know sleepovers and things like that so i thought I, that courtney was talking about twisters gonna be a great game oh uh, i break it out when i'm at parties with men i, Actually, ca I carry yeah. it back in my car in case there's a bunch of hot dudes at a party i'm like you yeah. guys want to play twister and you got your oil bottle and underwear that's all i get yeah. yeah yeah uh, oil twister it's how the wrestlers do it. it's not the it's gay how... it's not gay yeah, Hogan and Macho Man used to do this. It's like it's not gay. Don't what, what's the problem, Jeff? Come on, get in here. Get on here on the mat. Mm -hmm. Wrestle me. Uh, Derek says, Happy New Year. Love and miss you guys, Mike, too. Oh, thanks, man. Hey, I thanks, appreciate man. that. 
Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm surprised that Derek's not constantly sending you like, like emojis of like Green Bay and like a urinal like he used to. And then like Detroit, like, right, like pissing on him. Well, you know, the problem is Derek's scared right now. Derek is hovered in a corner like that mouse that my dog almost ate. You know why? Because Green Bay, if they beat the Bears on Sunday, Green Bay's in the fucking playoffs, buddy. Something nobody thought was going to fucking happen this year. Then we thought they might. And then they fucking shit the bed again. But they beat the fucking living butt shit out of the Titan, out of the, out of the Vikings. And mm. the Eagles fucked up, lost to the Cardinals. I know. And I, I watched that. Yeah. Uh, Everything worked out in their favor, and the Packers, all they have to do is beat the lowly, lowly Bears this weekend, and they are in. I'm not I'm not confident. My Giants are moving ahead. <laughs> to, the draft, to the draft. I needed your Giants to beat the Rams so that the Packers had a chance to get in. Thank God uh, the Giants fucked it up at the end, but thank God the Steelers came through and beat the Seahawks so the Packers had a chance well, to Cody get was in. Saying, that was, Cody, my brother, he was saying that he needed the Eagles to lose to the Patriots and, and for the Patriots to keep losing so they would get a great fucking draft pick. I think they're going to get mm-hmm. like they're not. They're not the number. Who's the? Who's the shit? Is it the Panthers? That's the shittiest team in the NFL the, this year. The Panthers are the shittiest team, but the Bears have solidified the number one pick next year. Mm. Uh, Bears have been playing good though. I'm actually not confident. I'm confident that we're going to win, but I'm not super confident. I'm a little scared in my butthole. It's like uh, your sex life. He's like, I'm confident I can make it like last at least two minutes, and it's usually going to be thirty seconds. Yeah, uh, and and there's there's a ninety seven percent chance that that um, I will orgasm. Um, three percent chance that she will so you know it's what are you gonna do what are you gonna do you just run with the numbers it works six percent weather of the time, patterns are crazy <laughs> that's not true i have way better stats than that tell you ask your mom written tootin texas tootin says got a goddamn speeding ticket today lawman was a decent fellow thought my shine was a jug of water <laughs> <laughs> yeah now you know that boy was that lawman that pulled you over at rootin tootin his name's walker texas goddamn ranger yeah. you're lucky that's all you got's a goddamn speeding ticket because he could have pulled your goddamn to- tooth out ate it and then spit it back in your face like a bullet mm-hmm. don't you be I robbing was- drunk there rootin tootin do the old Hey, taillight's broken. No, it's not. And he smashes Did out you ever watch any of those? Wiener. What? Walker. Did you ever watch Walker? I saw a couple episodes. Not my thing, but. <laughs> Dude, it's, I, I couldn't. I, I, it was just over the top cringy for me. Dude, I, I'm reading. I used to love MacGyver. Back in the day, MacGyver. Like, MacGyver was fucking awesome, dude. But there was something about Walker. It, it was trying to yeah. be MacGyver. And not really, but it was kind of like. I just couldn't. Uh, dude, Chuck Norris is great and everything. But it's like him at a TV show. And it was just like. Family moral values at the end. I don't know, like it's just like oh, yeah, like it. it's like Bob Sagan at the end of uh America's Funniest Home Videos. No, Full House. Bob Sagan at the end of Full House. There's always a yeah, but that show was meant to be like that. That was fine. Yeah. Like that was like uh, that was okay. I'm reading a book right now about old action heroes, and Chuck Norris has a passage in there, and it's about I didn't know this, but when he was filming Mission in Action or one of those movies, he was such a cheap shit set because he worked with canon films he's like there was a scene where his character is tied to a chair and he's being tortured and this is way before obviously all the chuck norris jokes they put a live rat like a gigantic rat in a bag and mm-hmm. then they put it over his head in the movie and then the script that the the, uh, the rat dies because while he's in there with it he eats the rat instead of the mm-hmm. rat fucking him up and they get ready to do the scene and chuck norris is like where's the uh, fake rat and the director's like oh, i don't know uh, so they had to use a real rat and he's like, so they put, they put an already dead rat in there and he's like, I had to bite into it. And then they put fake blood coming out of my mouth. And he's like, my wife wouldn't kiss me for like six months after that. Cause she was afraid I had like Ebola. Oh, is that shit. the excuse that she made? <laughs> Chuck Norris, I thought man. it was all those. Yeah. I love Chuck Norris, dude. Chuck Norris. Yeah. Is, I was also got an amazing beard and he's maintained it for years. Good for him. Yeah. 
it's wild because like he he says he has all these virtues and stuff like that and he's a super religious person and all this stuff like that but um in every single one of his movies he's always shirtless and banging chicks and like feeding them fruit and shit like that god didn't so say you like, can't look good and fuck girls i mean he never said that in the bible <laughs> i mean kind of out of wedlock i mean not really i mean i mean is that know, not in the i thought that was the thing no, you can have lots of wives you just gotta be married to all of them is that mormon i don't fucking know like they, like there was an old version <laughs> There was like the Old Testament and the New Testament, and then shit got blurry. <laughs> I don't know. I was <laughs> no, like, just, which one are you following? Which one I'm following depends on the mood that I'm in today. I yeah. wrath of God shit, or I'm like, turn the other cheek. <laughs> just make up shit as we go along. Whatever Trump says. Lee the machine bowers. I'm kidding. Calm down, hey, everyone. Thank you, man. We all know Biden's going to be on the Epstein list tomorrow. It's going to be fine. Lee the machine bowers. That's fucking huge, dude. Thank you so goddamn much. You know what? You know what I'm going to do for you? I'm gonna do it, Jay. Oof. Today's the day. <laughs> supposed to be doing something nice for him, not showcasing something that'll I, give him nightmares. Holy! I fuck. had this Christmas present in there. That's where I keep them. I call them keepers. What are you I talking about? Shit that'll turn you white. <laughs> uh, hey, sexy fellas! I just want to say thank you for being awesome. I've struggled with depression and it sucks, but y'all's videos have brightened up my days and nights. Thank y'all. Keep on rocking. Love you. Love you too. Hey, man. thank you, man. I'm glad we help you out a little bit, man. Depression sucks, especially you get those holiday blues too. Oh yeah. yeah, we're uh, we're happy that we're here for you, man, and you're having a good time. Welcome to the community, and we hope. I mean, I know you've been here, but just uh, keep on keeping on, and make sure that you keep on participating. It's always nice to hear from you guys. Because I don't yeah, remember. Like, I know you were because I, I know who you are, but it's you. I, I feel like you don't you lurk a lot. <laughs> I think you're there, but you don't say much. You don't yeah, say don't, much, huh? Which is fine. I mean, nothing wrong with lurking, but. No, I tried. He tried. He dropped another bomb on us last stream, which we appreciate as well. But I, yeah, I'll tell you what, man. The the uh, like you said, the holidays rough, winter's rough, the shitty time. Hey, keep doing and that for for anybody, man, who struggles with that shit. You know, we do just like just like anybody else does. But you got to find the shit that makes you happy, puts a smile on your face. Don't get down on those sinkholes. You know, don't get down on those things. So, hey, you're a fucking smart person. I don't know why it is us that makes you happy, but you make us fucking happy. And why? Because he can look at pieces of shit that are worse off than him. He's like, now that makes me happy. I'm like, that probably that helps. That helps. Look at those pieces of shit. (laughs) Yeah, and we have little wieners, so that that definitely helps Mm -hmm. make Lee feel better. I showed it to him um, a couple times, Uh, but hey, we love you, dude. Thank you so fucking much, man. We appreciate that. Um, Austin. Austin on the loan says you have a comfort show you put on and everything feels okay. Mine's speaking of just right. Just what we're talking about. Mine's nineties cartoon life with Louie about Louie Anderson. His dad is super relatable. relatable. Yeah, I, mean, I think we all have like a, a comfort show or a comfort movie that always makes us feel good. Um, I mean, to be fair, like it's weird that I would even pick like, it's so random. Um, but, uh, like a comfort movie for me, for whatever fucking reason, I, and, it, and it really does just calm me down, and I feel kind of good when I watch it. It's Back to the Future Part Three. It doesn't even make sense, like because I, I like the, the first two are, are the best. Obviously, the third one's not that good at all. Um, and actually, that does in fact come out in the nineteen ninety in nineteen ninety. It's not even on my list, but if for some reason I don't, I think I remember renting that movie a lot when I was a kid, and I don't know, it just it, it evokes like good feelings. Like I remember like renting that movie and watching it, and then playing like fucking super star wars on the super nintendo or something yeah well he said show jay you fucking turd he said well, show why don't not you movie. show God. me a big dick instead don't of your you. small little fucking mistake <laughs> I, I i'll send two pictures and i'll tape them together all right that's better no. <laughs> at least get creative with it yeah, uh, i'll do some arts and crafts okay fine a show that it, it would be like uh, the real ghostbusters from the 80s yeah yeah that's that's a good one i i'm gonna go with um 
it's probably a better answer than this, but I do love this one. Uh, two and a half men. That just puts me in a good mood, especially since, like you were mentioning, like the dude. Is before, it the man uh, or the show? Which one? <laughs> well, it's it's always the men. But yeah, when when it's like, uh, or you mentioned before, it's like, let's well, you can look at someone's life who's worse than yours. <laughs> but like with them, everything's so fucked up. But they're always just cracking jokes and making a good time. And I don't know, just watching Charlie go through life, fucking shit up left and right, and trying to forget what happened in real life. Although Charlie Sheen is on the men. He's doing good shit, man. He's sober. He's taking. He's not gambling anymore. He's yeah. trying to get back in with Chuck Lorre and all that shit. But yeah, two, I'll go two and a half, man. When I was you know in, in school, I used to love to come home and watch Friends and like Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. They would put me in a good mood after a shitty day. I would also, uh, yeah, well, yeah, Fresh Prince was great. Um, well, there was another one. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, good, good stuff right there. Good stuff. It doesn't matter what you think, stupid idiot. You don't know shit. <laughs> I was talking. We were talking. I met a guy the other day, and he sounded just like Boomer from uh, uh, King of the Hill. By the mm -hmm. way, he was sitting there. I was like, "Yeah, yeah I'll do cabinetry and do some other things." And uh, you know, uh, they got them black women around back, and you just buy them off the street corner. And we we're like, "Wait, what? Did he just say black women that you could just buy off the street? What is he talking about?" And thought that's what he said. And then later on in the evening, he was like, "Well, I gotta go. My black woman's waiting on me." And I was like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" Yeah, I mean, you like to see homos naked. That's cool. Man. <laughs> <laughs> home anyway, is well you make it god damn everybody know that boy that boy ain't right mark parton what is the scariest movie you guys saw when you were five that gave you nightmares minus steven exactly five i don't remember the year exactly michael geez uh that gave you nightmares minus stephen king's it that's a good one that's a um, nightmare factory i don't yeah i don't remember how old i was but i remember the first time i actually got like i followed my uncle around for like two weeks because i was like so fucking scared um was uh we he rented um I had to be like eight or maybe nine or 10, but he rented uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead, the Savini remake. And then he rented uh, Evil Dead, the first Evil Dead. And we watched them both back to back because he was with his girlfriend and like he thought it'd be funny. He's like, oh, he's, uh, uh. Watch it. and oh, he rented The Crow. I also watched The Crow for the first time that night because we watched all three of those movies. But yeah, the, I, the fucking Evil Dead thing and, and uh, Night of the Living Dead scared the shit out of me. Like that, that scared me. I remember having uh nightmares about that shit. There's a uh, there was a movie that my sister and her friends rented uh, when I was super fucking young and I watched it with them and it gave me nightmares uh, immediately like that evening and I'm pre I'm 97 sure the movie was uh, hetero Night of demons uh, yeah <laughs> it was about what it is to be a man uh, no I'm pretty sure it was uh, Night of the Demons I can't be for oh, sure yeah. but it had that same a aspect to it and it fucked with my brain for sure I had I had nightmares like crazy one time at, this wasn't when I was five this is actually when I was like thirty <laughs> but uh, I was working at more like 33 uh when i was working uh late night one night i was doing the 12 o'clock shift or the 12 hours night shift and i was alone in the building and i would watch movies to review and stuff like that while i was there and i watched not uh i think it was not unfriended but friend request was the name of the movie the name of the movie was friend request mm -hmm. and i fell asleep while watching it in my chair like this passed out and then like across the the room there's these windows and whatever like splotchy thing was in that movie just popped up on the wall and it was like and it fucking jerked me awake and i like knocked my chair it scared the bejesus out of me i, I felt like i was having a fucking heart attack that was crazy yeah and the, and the only thing before yeah after that was i mean it's <clears throat> consistently scared me was the ring and the grudge they both fucking scared me really bad they scare you but do they give you nightmares do you have do you have nightmares yeah dude the ring like fucked pants? me up for three or four days like I, it's so <laughs> weird dude. the ring fucked me up worse than the exorcist did that's why i, I kind of get it though because it gets in your soul. Well, no, because I had never seen the... Like, I didn't... I wasn't part of that crowd that got to the exorcist in the theater. Like, The Ring, I had no idea what I was... I just thought it was like... BCS. I thought it was going to be like yeah. Darkness Falls or something. Like, I, I went on a date, and I thought it was going to be a joke. And, dude, the 
fucking pucker factor was at an all time 10 <laughs> the entire time when that movie came on all yeah, time. Yeah. I, I remember leaving the theater and just felt twisted inside. I was like, I, I feel well, weird. When I, remember, like I went home and you all were there at, uh, and Mike and a couple of our friends and these fucking assholes left me downstairs and turned off. They locked the fucking door and turned the TV on static. I woke up and it was all dark and the TV was on static. <laughs> fucking dicks. That's, That's fucking awesome. Uh, Brandon Ferguson. What's up, guys? Jay, I had the same thing happen to me in the bathroom with a mouse. My legs <laughs> shot up dude. so fast. I know, dude. It's the worst. Well, mine went like like creeping death slow because I didn't want to make any sudden movements to make it run at me. Because I didn't like what happened if it ran it like ate at your pee pee hole or something. I don't know. Like, what if it dive bombed at, like one of those Japanese suicide bombers in World War II in Pearl Harbor and like dove right at the only like the vulnerable target, which is your pee pee? <laughs> I went real slow and then I was like, now I got to get up real slow and wipe my ass like a fucking robot running low on batteries. It was like. <laughs> it was oh yeah dude but yeah, it's the worst and i because you know i there was no way you it was like a horror movie like it was like a jump scare like a james wan fucking planet jump scare because i was looking yeah, around and i was like and it was like and it like it's so fucking gross dude they flatten their fucking bodies and can get into a crack much like yeah. guys in prison but like it's like it was scary <laughs> No, that's not gross. That's just attractive. Uh, Kyle says, watch poor things today. Weird as fuck in a good way. Yeah, I kind of want to check that out, man. It looks weird. Should I hear this? Why are you watching my life, Kyle? All right. <laughs> it's not weird. It's part of the American life right now. Bidenomics. Bidenomics. Subscribe. <laughs> yeah, dude, that movie looks fucked up and wild. Lots of sex scenes, apparently, in that one. Uh, Sean Higginbotham. Thanks, buddy. He says, howdy, fellas. I have a Mike Dermot Mul Mul I have a Mike Mulroney, Dermot, Dermot Mulroney, awkward story too. Jay Muse, it went as you would expect, awkward as fuck. I ran out and yelled, Jay! He gave me a look and went where I needed to go back to. <laughs> oh, yeah, I feel you, man, yeah. That's, yeah, when I saw Dermot you guys Mulroney, are walking I literally direction. went, Dermot! Yeah. It was awkward. But that, guy, but that guy looked at us in the fucking car, and I, I could tell that he was like, he was smiling while he was looking at us. Like, I remember when I was losers, and I used to hang out trying to meet my celebrities. Yeah. Like because he was in the van and he was like looking and I I was looking down and we were smoking and he was like like I felt like he was in a nostalgic moment. He was fiddling with something like like a car compartment up here and he was like looking at us and smiling and talking to somebody else and smiling. I'm yeah. pretty sure he was just getting coke out on his hand. 100. Yeah, it was either that or he was getting ready to smoke some fucking uh, THC wax. <laughs> yeah, the hookers. By the way, I didn't know anything yet. about THC wax. I am subscribed to every goddamn. Uh, body footage police thing that you can like think of on youtube and i watch all the videos speaking of things not to watch if you don't want to get depressed jay's I, internet i know I, 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 no, I like watching other people's misery not mine but i was like well, <laughs> no, good for you. no it's, it's like a, it's like an escape it's, it's like i can live vicariously like through breaking the law and just see what would happen it's like one of those <laughs> things for me but like this kid got pulled over for thc like he got pulled over for drunk driving but they found thc wax and they're like now listen here buddy if the thc wax is higher than this that's going to be a felony but if it's low, that's okay. And I'm like, and he's like, well, I bought it from the vapes or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, what the fuck is THC wax? I didn't even know what that was. And it was weird to me. I was like, so if THC wax, if you buy it from a legal dispensary, do they have to like, and, but they're selling a high like concentrate that's illegal and like, and then you get caught with it. That's a fucking felony. I don't even understand. I had to look all that shit up. I didn't even know you could smoke THC wax. And that's apparently what you do. It's a, like, a, it's a super concentrated weed. We took the uh, took the girls ice skating today, and on the way back, we passed that weird gentrified area that was over there. And they have this building called Cannabuzz, and it's a uh, it's a cannabis beer. My wife says, 
And I'm like, how is that? That's legal? And apparently, because weed's not legal here yet. Like, you can't buy it in stores here in Kentucky yet. So, but you can drink it in a beer, apparently. There's like 20 different ways you can smoke snorts. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I was telling my wife, I was like, why don't you just, if they just federally mandate the shit, and so no one's confused because like in, in like everyone knows that in like when you drink and drive, it's illegal in every every state you go to. Right. And like usually it's not usually it's always point zero eight in every state you drive to. So it's yeah. a, everyone knows the goddamn rule. But if you smoke weed in Colorado and you get high as fuck off THC wax and you put it in your nipples and whatever you do with it That's and then the you drive do. and then you, you know, fucking drive over to like Montano or whatever. And they're like, That's a felony, bitch. And you're yeah. like, oh, but I I can put it on my nipples in Colorado. They're like, not around here, boy. Around here, we hunt for a living and not now you suck my nipples. I'm just saying, like, nobody knows what the fucking rules are. Like, if you go state yeah. to state, and I don't even smoke weed, but I was like, it's confusing as fuck. Anyway. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm right there with you, dude. There's tons of it. There's there's and then, like there's like THC wax that's too much and then too low. It's like yeah. that shit in, in space balls. He's like, oh, he had the upside, I got the downside. See, there's two sides to every fucking ring, like yogurt. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, but like what if i buy it legally in colorado and then i go to kentucky i'm fucked it's a felony but yeah, if i go from up, colorado to oregon it's like oh welcome home brother <laughs> like, yeah it's like, i don't know it's just i don't know like almost every single person i hang out with does gummies and i'm like i want to try that shit but i'm scared of it but like they're all like i got i know one dude is like no, i take one every night i just it's just i take it before i go sleep it's my sleeping aid i'm like that sounds interesting to me. Like, I want to get in on this gummy dude, thing, but I, I'm, I'm not, afraid to. Dude, that's how my sister, my sister-in-law does that shit. And I was like, and like, listen, she's the kind of girl that when she opens her doors up, like maybe Jesus and the angels sing a choir. Like, she's all about that super religion, my sister-in-law. But she does gummies. Everybody does? Does, yeah, dude. No. I Just swear she I'm gave some to dad. Yeah, she gave some to big dad to take. That's wild. Yeah, I was like, you slinging fucking drugs? <laughs> but, and like I had to turn my fucking chair around and put a leather jacket on and get Michelle Pfeiffer with her, and then someone started playing Gates of Fair. That's crazy. Yeah, I like, dude, my sister-in-law is like super into like hardcore Christianity, and like I said, like I guess when she farts, an angel gets its wings. But like I didn't even <laughs> expect that. She's like, "Yeah, these gummies are good. They make you sleep." And I'm like, "That's because you're fucking high, and that's all you got to do is go to sleep. It's a body high." God damn! Gummies. I gotta get me some fucking gummies. Light up that's a it. I can't have that. I'm going to Illinois. We're going to Illinois and we're buying gummies. We have someone who will give us some gummies. I'm gonna take some. Yeah, like yeah, could you I can't say, but but yeah, dude, like for real, like they brought like it was a it was it was such a fucking high school, like a legal tray. It was in a little Ziploc bag all curled up. You know how like people in high school used to wrap it up and like, hey, I got you gummies here. And then I was Let's like, I was like, Dad, you should take a full one. And then she was like, stop it. <laughs> and i was being like because they only he they told him to take like a half of it and i was like i literally didn't know what the effects would be if he took a full one i really i was like yeah it's like it felt like i was walking on fucking sponges for a yeah week. you gotta put it in your butt dad yeah you take one and shove it, in let your it melt <laughs> <laughs> no let, 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 the, let the high fructose get down there oh shit sean hickenbotham also says mike your eyes shine bright like a jesus nightlight <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a eve six lyric oh What's i was like, i was like sean is that how he got your wife wild willie says lost in the championship but has so much fun this year too bad y'all don't do baseball too where can i request a movie for you guys to review on patreon i sent you a message buddy on the patreon about how that works you just send it to the patreon messages it's all we gotta do it's all we gotta do uh if you're in that tier uh you gotta be in the tier for the patreon review request mm. but uh i will say this yeah i'm getting ready to make a post i messed up somehow when i did the patreon fantasy football leagues i had three of them built for the 
championship to be last weekend. But there's one championship that, that for some reason isn't until this Sunday. So after that, I'm going to make a big post. We're going to celebrate everybody who won. All the all the people who got close. I got butt fucked up City Ranch. Uh, I'm in a, that money league I told you about. It's like $300 on the line. Fucking goddamn Christian McCaffrey gets hurt. Uh, the guy's kicker scores like 22 points. I got fucked left, right, and Sunday. Well, that's because it was laces out. Fucking Ray yeah. Finkel did it again. Uh, I got well, butt fucked. Well, maybe in the Patreon. Well, no, I don't even know if that'd be like, I don't know how legal. I mean, what if everybody put five bucks in and like you won like a pot at the end and then you could send the winners? But I don't know if that would even be because it's technically gambling. Yeah, it's legal. I just wouldn't want to exclude anybody that, you know what I mean? Uh, so I would just do it. Okay, well, you can put a split. fucking dollar in. Holy shit. It's four quarters. Shut up, Jay. Well, I, God. What I'm going to do, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the same thing I'm going to do for the Patreon stream beer chug. The Patreon streams this Saturday night, by the way, for you guys who want to join. Uh, it's Saturday Brad. night. We're sending you back to recovery. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do weed gummies on Saturday. Uh-uh. Uh, no, but I am gonna. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a trophy made for the beer chug uh, winner who has the most beer chug wins. So I'll just do a trophy for the fantasy thing too. Eventually, yeah, that's what we'll do. That's what we'll by do. the way. Um, yeah, and I wish I wasn't a baseball dude, but I can't understand any of it. I don't understand. I mean, RBIs, all the all the stats, all that shit, what it means. And there's so many games, dude. Like that's another thing. There's so many. Like, don't you guys, like, play 167,000 fucking games a year? Yeah, like 186 games, man. Yeah, like, you got the, – there's the spring training, which means a lot going into the fucking regular season. I was like, when does regular season start? I don't know. They got more spring training to go. Then they got the minor leagues. He's like, oh, did you hear about so-and-so coming up from the minor leagues? He's like, no, what happened to him? He's like, well, he got really hurt. Go, no, he got shitty in the major leagues. So he's sitting down the minor leagues. We also got this Japanese guy coming in. He's fucking amazing. Did you watch the Japanese tornadoes? They're great. I don't even know what the fuck's going on. There's so it's many. hard to follow. Yeah, uh, I, well, I, I know Chipper Jones. I know I know uh, I know Barry Bonds. I know like I, uh, Bo Jackson. Uh, so none of them people play anymore, Jay. They're all they're all. That's gone. what I'm saying. Deion Sanders. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you, he coaches the Colorado Buffaloes football. They suck, uh, and he's a douchebag. But I will say this. Uh, I follow baseball, but I only follow the Braves. Like I could give a fuck less about anything but the Braves. I watch like eighty percent of their games every year. At least have them on in the background. But that's the only team I know anything about. So I would suck at fantasy too, unless I could get Braves players. Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, the Falcons retired quarterback. Uh, it's twenty twenty four, and the latest Star Wars news that came out sucks. Did you guys hear about it? Yeah, uh, it's it's the um. The the new it's it's a new TV show they're doing. I think it's set at the High Republic. Is that the one you're talking about? It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound glorious at all. It sounds fucking stupid. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, it's really a question of how much money do you have to fucking lose before you realize that this is not what fans want. I mean, once they start realizing that at some point they're going to have to make a change and a change for something that's different than what they're doing, you're just gonna they're just gonna continue bleeding money. No one's gonna watch this hunk of shit. It sounds stupid. And by the way, the High Republic, I think it's the High Republic uh, at the timeline. It's not interesting because there's no war. Literally, it's Star Wars. There's no fucking war going on. It's a <laughs> No, it's literally, it's peacetime. It's true, though. Nobody gives a shit. Uh, yeah. Like, but, you know, it's like, I would, if I were them, I would set it during the Jedi Civil War. I would set it during the Sith Empire. I would, like, there's so many stories to be told. You don't need to set it there. But, yeah, dude, I don't know. I mean, who's the, do Star Wars is, is, is the most mediocre fucking thing it's ever ever been like completely destroyed i don't care anymore about what star wars does until they i I, at this point what can you do you have to like just put the brakes on you can't reboot it but maybe just say everything that happened after return of the jedi didn't exist 
We'll just start over. Fuck it. We'll start all over. Dude, I'm fucking there with you, by the way. And this is crazy because, like, I I checked out of Star Wars a while ago, but I've never been that that into Star Wars. What Star Wars was to me as a casual fan was I look forward to every fucking blue moon them putting out a Star Wars movie and it being a huge fucking deal. And you go and you get your popcorn and you sit and that dun 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 dun, They're doing the Rocky theme. The fucking, the the scroll comes up. The racehorses are let out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The scroll comes up. uh, But, like, Mm. and, like, it felt like an event. Star Wars felt like a big event that you had to be there for no matter if you were hardcore into or not. Now it's just every, they they were doing, like, six fucking titles a year. They oversaturated it. Wasn't the, uh, didn't Rob Rodriguez do something? Wasn't the Mandalorian great? What happened with that? The Why Mandalorian, is that? No, the Mandalorian was awesome. And then like it got mired in some controversy. But you know, I don't I think the Mandalorian, I also like the book of Boba Fett, but those are small screen adaptations that worked very well because they had a good showrunner that knew what he was doing. They also had John Favor working on that. Yeah. Which he was they were great. I mean, they he knew what Star Wars fans wanted and he knew what would bring back the fandom. The problem is, is these big budgeted movies they're making are fucking dog shit and nobody cares. The other thing is, yeah, like what I would do, like a hundred percent, dude, keep the George Lucas vision, erase everything after Return of the Jedi. Fuck it. It's all gone. And just start over. I don't want them to reboot the Star Wars universe. Fuck no. With the way the world is today. Fuck no. Just keep everything there and just start over. Like set it like five or 10 years after Return of the Jedi or go back in time and tell Knights of the Old Republic, like tell the Old Republic stories, not the High Republic, the Old Republic, not the THC Waxed Republic. Let's talk about the Old Republic. Where the or sorry, the, it was Book of Boba Fett that Rodriguez did. Yeah, Book of Boba not, Fett was great. I liked it. I mean, a lot of people didn't like it. Uh, there were some problems with it, but I mean, it was still fine overall. I still had a good time. But yeah, you're right. The reason this is like they've milked the fuck out of everything Star Wars, and the problem, and, and what's hilarious is you lost fucking money on a franchise that was literally uh, plot armor proofed. That you couldn't lose money on, and you lost money on it. You lost money on an Indiana Jones movie. You lost money on a Marvel movie. You're fucking uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, they really have fucked it up, dude. They fucked it up in the worst of ways. Sean Higginbotham, Jay, sup? Isn't Ghostbusters 2016 groundbreaking? You shut your goddamn mouth. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. It's groundbreaking. <laughs> that, like you know what? You are, you are absolutely right, Sean. It is the most groundbreaking movie I've ever seen. That lets you see how much shit can be piled upon shit and then say, hey, take this, fans, and suck it like a dildo. Fuck you. You're right. They, like it is, It's historic for that. It's historic for the pile of shit that they released. And, and everyone became the guy from Jurassic Park. So now that is one big pile of shit. It's historic. I just saw, I randomly caught my eye in the, in the corner of the comments. Uh, Smoke Hogan said, Mike dresses like a created Tony Tony Hawk pro skater character. <laughs> uh, he comes off for consultations for the new games. <laughs> Yeah, I can do. I, I can do. Uh, I can do a, a wheelie five one. If uh, if you guys need me to perform it, if you guys want to put a motion yeah. caption on me, you know, I, I dress the way I dress, dude, is because I could buy this shit at fucking Marshalls, like for like cheap as fuck. Now, when we were growing up, you you couldn't afford this shit. It was like I was like, yeah. Now it's like being a kid to candy stores. Like I could buy this fifteen dollar uh, shirt. I, you know what? You gotta want do. You know what? I will. You know what? Oh God, I don't know. I'm not gonna commit myself. Okay, I'll do it. If there's enough, I might on the next because I we, we did a Patreon. Um, I did a Patreon solo for uh, Groundhog Day. I'll do a Patreon solo for fucking Ghostbusters 2016. I'll fucking do it. Do it. And I will rage I watch it with the you. entire fucking time. What a goddamn piece of travesty, garbage ass. Fucking set it on fire and like let it milk itself into the universe and like come all over your face. Yeah, shithole it is. 
Uh, by the way, uh, if you want to check out Jay's solo Groundhog Day, I, it wasn't that great. It was, it was fucking like it was. I shouldn't have picked that one. It was actually a romance movie. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, fifty plus live streams, all the commentaries and stuff. You can check it out for free for a week. It's in the link down below. It's not up for. It's free for fuck week. Do it. What's you? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Show us your dick. Um, it was yeah. weird because I was doing that and I was like in the middle of it. And I was like, man, I no, it's still fun. I like, I love Groundhog Day, but I was kind of like, um. I made a mistake because <laughs> there's a lot of romance going on. And I was like trying to like, I was like, but then I was getting involved in the romance story. I'm like, I just want to watch them. Like, well, you guys going to kiss Well, you go fuck and it'd be for love. Like, when is this like selfishness going to end a full nude scene with Bill Murray and the chick from Michael. Uh, mm -hmm. I have the worst heartburn right now. Colton Gather, what's up, dude? What's up, dude? Any new year's resolutions? Yeah, I like I gave one like I would have slow down on drinking and then you know the first came around, I was like, I'll do it next year. You gotta stick to your guns. I was like, you gotta, you gotta stick to it. I don't know. Uh I don't I don't know, man. You can do a resolution any time of the year, but yeah, I get it. I don't I don't really have any. I did I I don't I don't either. I and I usually do have some. I don't have any. What um what I did was I uh I cleaned my closet. Um I needed to clean that out. Um, I'm sorry, Mama. I was gonna say, did you play Eminem? <laughs> Pick it, son. Sick it, son. Uh, no, I actually don't have any this year. Uh, it's not that there's not things that I need to do. You know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, it's the same shit I keep trying to do all the time. Quit smoking. Yeah, that's exactly uh, where I'm at. Like, same old shit. There's too much shit, and I'm just overwhelmed <laughs> by it. Start. Yeah, you can't stop what you start. It stings. <laughs> I gotta. Yeah, speaking of, I gotta go pee. All right, do it. Enjoy it. I'll be back. Show me video later. Uh, what are your all's New Year's resolutions, though? That's a good question. What are your all's New Year's resolutions? I want to know. I want to know what turns you on. Eon McGrath. Michael versus Loomis. Who would win in a fight? Uh, I think we've learned that Loomis uh, will win the battle. But Michael wins the war. Uh, Michael always wins the war. And that's that's the answer of it. Um until the very yeah because michael walks away at the end of six right and that was the last we saw loomis so yeah loomis wins the battle michael wins the war that's that's fair enough i feel to say but loomis has beaten the living tit fuck out of michael that two by four in halloween five so i mean michael did have i'm pretty sure some trank darts in him he had a he had a metal net on him and he was weaponless and and loomis did have a giant two by four with possible nails in it but still yet the, the closest they ever came to Fiskus. Then again, in Rob Zombie's world, Michael did gouge out Loomis's fucking eyes, or at least it appeared to be. Crimson Black, Jay looks so dang sexy today. Oh, I'm so glad that Jay wasn't here to see that. Mike too, but Jay, wow. My single drops on the fourth. I'm a rapper with a whore twist. I wish I was in a metal band like Jay assumed. What, what do you know? Love you guys a lot. Hey, love you too, man. I mean, I, I, I love your best friend better, but I love you too. Um, I know, I'll, I'll make sure that Jay gets that message never. And also... Rap, rap about rap with a whore twist. See, here's the thing. It's great to a point, right? But you don't want to lock yourself down. Like I like nice ice nine kills as, as much as the next guy, but like, like our buddy Derek, his favorite band. He's like, I only listen to ice nine kills. It's just fucking, I'm a, I'm an edge lord, and I'll only listen to nice nine kills because my name's Derek. And I'm always like, dude, like, 
they're great. They're so talented, but like, I don't, they, they could never be my favorite band because like they, they don't sing about like their own lives. Like I like introspective artists. I like lyrics and shit like that. So I like, I want to hear about some shit you've been through. You know what I'm saying? I, I want some, some real like hardcore emotional stuff. It doesn't have to be sad, but like, you know what I mean? With that, it's always like, I, I like movies. I like movies, but eventually like, I want to know the artist inside of you. So just saying Crimson Black, maybe mix it, mix it in a little bit, mix it in. The horror uh, touch is nice, but I'm just saying, it's just a thought, just a thought, just a thought. Uh, don't take my advice because I've never been a, a, a great rapper. I've been known to be a good rapper. Uh, I battle in some clubs around Lexington. It's a, it's a big battle scene uh, here in Kentucky. Um, so you might catch me out. Fuck free world 313 sometime. It could happen. Uh, check out my SoundCloud. I had a Taco Bell dry or uh, window dude try to give me a SoundCloud once, and I respect the fucking hustle. He was all like, "Hey, here's my here's my SoundCloud, dog." I was like, "Thanks, you forgot the burrito though." It's god, oh, thanks, man. Now, I do respect the hustle. That shit's awesome. Christian James, fucking handsome son of a bitch that he is, says, "Wishing you two professional and personal successes throughout 2024." XOXO. Well, you can't just write it, buddy. You got to come over here and give it to us. You got to do it in person, or else it doesn't count. And when I tell you that sometimes I get hard when I think about it, I might be lying. I might not. Who knows? Any Anyone's guess. Hey, I hope you have a great 24, 24 too, dude. Uh, good man, that man is. And so are all of you. I hope you guys have an amazing year this year. It's still fucking nice and fresh, isn't it? You can just forget about all those dead hookers in your trunk. Forget about all that shit. Just live your life. It's a new year. Bro, dude. I like your name. Just bro, dude. <laughs> bro, dude. With chocolate cake. Love you, daddies. Happy New Year. I want a wham movie. You know, technically, we do three-hour Martin Scorsese epics every week, you know, because this is about as interesting as it gets. You know, I can take a dump in a box and mark them guaranteed if you want to. I have spare time. But, uh, yeah, that would be so bad. That would be so bad. Us for two hours, big screen. No one wants that unless we're fucking. It's funny, but so true. Time. I'd rather be 80-year-old than me than 20-year-old. 20-year-old Jew. <laughs> I don't know why that song popped in my head today for some reason. I don't know. Shit. I, I always watch. I don't know why, but I'll watch like kill shot reactions on YouTube just to <laughs> see people go, "Oh, oh, damn, fuck!" I'll just throw up, throw up kill shots just to get me in a mood. Like now, I'm ready to work. Yeah, well, I don't. I, shit I, I only watch the ones that are like less than like eight minutes because the ones that like go like 24 minutes on a reaction because they want to like break down every lyric like they actually put out fucking platinum records and they know what he's talking about I'm like let's go <laughs> yeah. with the lyrical i'm like dude shut the fuck up <laughs> uh why you were gone christian james wished us the uh personal and professional successes through 2020 hey thank you christian man so, kind thing to do um and also while you were gone since you've been gone crimson black says that you look damn sexy today and he also says that a single drops on the fourth he's a rapper with a horror twist he wishes he was in a metal band like you assumed but what are you gonna do? Yeah, well, Crimson Black does sound like a, a hardcore fucking like it doesn't. It, it sounds like a metal rock, but it sounds like something that Ozzy Osbourne like started as a pet project, and then you guys just went on your way and blew up. Crimson Black, good night. Opening up for Ozzy, and then it's like, and then Crimson Black comes out with Black Storm, <laughs> like their first <laughs> album. <laughs> I dig it though, dude. I think it's fucking awesome that you're doing that. I was I was kidding around obviously about the Ice Nine Kill stuff, but I think it's fucking dope, man. Hell yeah, that's awesome. I love it when people follow their passions. Mine's men. But my wife won't let me fuck any, so I'm kind of stuck here, dreaming, wishing, hoping, thirsty. Because I'm dreaming of you tonight. Hey. That got like Lionel, that's Lionel Richie. 
<laughs> I never heard it. I just I was no, it was Selena. It, it's Selena. Oh, uh, Michael Parton is our next one at eight thirty-five p.m. You piece of fucking shit. Eight thirty-five. Eight thirty-five. Leaving on a jet plane. I don't know when I'll be back again. Fuck you. Uh. What's the matter? Can't you find it? I found it. Okay, be right back. Okay. Okay, so Michael says, oil, oh, God, stick a dick in that mouth. <laughs> yeah! Work it with your tongue. Oh. Uh, Michael Parton says, oil twisters sounds better than a sauna. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, it gives you some stretches and, and some good times in the nether regions, for sure. And the oil makes it hotter. Show. Okay. Yep, it'll work. Uh, Michael also says, I do take CBD sativa gummies called hometown hero and i put them in my tea yeah i mean you can do a lot with them apparently i mean a lot of you are doing them and they work so good i don't i don't know i didn't know shits about them at all marijuana ooh, the devil weed it'll get you it'll get you addicted and you'll kill your mom <laughs> you know like those old anyway but yeah it's crazy austin says word of warning Thank you, by the way, Michael and Austin. Says, word of warning, if you eat too many gummies, you turn into Ernest P. Worrell and start seeing trolls. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? <laughs> yeah, man, well, uh, that's probably true. By the way, I was thinking about Ernest P. Worrell the other day because uh, he'll come up in our list, I'm sure, for me anyway. Uh, he was so great, man, to be honest. Like, Ernest P. Worrell was such a great actor. It would have been really cool to see him if he hadn't passed away. Uh, in doing a movie at the height of his career with uh, someone like Jim Carrey. I think they would have been phenomenal together because, I mean, I saw a comment on, on an Ernest P. Worrell video and they're like, he was literally a living cartoon because he could play so many characters, much like Robin Williams or uh, Jim Carrey uh, in his films. And I like hundred percent. I think it would have been so fucking hilarious. Just, and imagine in a perfect world to see Ernest uh, Robin Williams and Jim Carrey do uh, like some kind of slapstick comedy movie, maybe a, like a cop buddy movie or something. I think it would have been insanely good, but that's my opinion. Uh, D Mitch, thank you so much. Says, I won the Patreon League uh, 20 teams deep. It was crazy, but fun. Good games. Wild Willie. If you fellas could see any athlete in their prime uh, life, who, who you picking? Well, I don't, I mean, um, Congratulations to you. I mean, 20 teams deep, that's a lot of dick. I mean, a lot of teams that you got to get through. Uh, I would say the I was around um, when he was playing, but I never I wasn't watching football back in the day that much. Like, I, I don't watch it that much now, but back then I, I really wasn't watching it. But Barry Sanders, I would love to see Barry Sanders like in their prime. And that's 100 percent who I pick is Barry Sanders. I think Barry Sanders is the greatest running back of all time, though an argument can be made for Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson got cut down way early in his prime. And if he hadn't got cut down early in his prime, he might've broke and shattered records that would never be touched. But yeah, it'd probably be Barry Sanders. Um, Scrolling. Jordan Decker said, thank you so much. He says, I sent the nudes you wanted. Feel free to share for show. Man. Show that hairy ass. Can't wait to see everybody want to spank it. Appreciate you, Jared. Jordan. It's <laughs> somebody else's Jared up here. Um, Wild Willie, I think Disney Plus can tell good Star Wars in between stories. I think Andor was great. It's true. The CFB playoffs gave us two amazing games. Mike, who you got, man? Uh, so I, who you got, man? So I'll let Mike know. I'll, he'll answer that question for you, Wild Willie. Um, yeah, you're right. I think that Disney Plus does excel at certain, um, 
stories that can be told, like something like uh, the Mandalorian or the book of Boba Fett. I haven't watched Andor, but I know that it got up. It was pretty well received, but yeah, it's just, the problem is, is that they fail constantly when they're, um, when they're trying to make a, like, like a, a movie, the, the Disney studio is like just obsessed with stupid shit, uh, political messaging, politics, all this. Oh God, it's awful. Like you can't just go watch a Star Wars movie now. Now it's going to be like the Ten Commandments of why you fucking suck and what you're doing wrong. And I was like, what? I was just going to see some lightsabers. No, you're a piece of shit. Repent, asshole. You know what I mean? Anyway, but yeah, hopefully one day they'll get their shit together. And after they lose enough money, they'll be like, we can give like some, you know, maybe we can actually make a good movie for uh, for the fans. But who knows? It's so strange. It's so like, and I and I bitched about this so many times. I just don't understand how you can lose money on something like Star Wars or or uh, Indiana Jones or Marvel or you know comic book. I just don't understand. But when you inject stupid ideologies and and you force feed it down people's throats, guess what? There's going to be some backlash, and at some point, you're going to have to realize nobody's there to be to be preached at. Nobody. They just want to go and watch. They want to get away from all of the crazy shit that's going on in the world and just relax and enjoy a movie. Anyway, <clears throat> I want to get off the soapbox. Uh, Christopher Sampson, thank you so much, sir. Says, uh, Mike and Jay, great to start the year off right with you guys live. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm still at work, but I'll watch this later. Is there any truth to Chris Rock being the villain in Bad Boys 4? Please set the record straight, guys. I don't know, Chris. I have no idea, but thank you for joining us. And, and definitely, uh, it'll be... It'll, this video will definitely be uh, around for you to watch after you get off work. Uh, but I have no idea. It, Chris Rock would be a pretty good villain in, in Bad Boys 4. I could see it. But it wouldn't make sense since he got his ass slapped by Will. That maybe why it would be hilarious. But I'll ask. I'm not sure. I don't. I have no idea. Um, hold on. i got to check something real smoking fast. Uh, where are you, sir? Hold on. Hold on! Okay, E53. Okay, I got it. I got it. I found it. Okay, I'm good. Okay, good. Okay, we're back. Um, JT Custom said, "Did you see the uh, Did you see the clip from Echo that has Daredevil in it? I have not. Um, and I haven't followed much on Echo because I wasn't. I'm not really that interested in the character. I'm not interested in the, in the movie, so I have no idea. But I mean, it's cool. I mean, yeah, it's. But I, here's what bends my butthole they're making a she-hulk season two what the fuckity fuck fuck is, that is thing? going yeah it's greenlit i mean uh, it's like it's like it's like you know being a captain of the titanic and be like hey we got leaks everywhere we hit a fucking iceberg put some duct tape on it it's fine what that's, we're that's gonna fine. die but anyway uh stop. there's a there's some for you there's a um question for you i think it was up here okay it was uh it was wild willie uh at um 853. Uh it's he says um uh, the CFB playoffs gave us two amazing games. Mike, who you got? Oh man, that shit that shit sucked because I, I, I hate Michigan and I hate Alabama. So but I put money on fucking Alabama and uh it, trying to root for either of those teams just sucked. I hated that entire experience. Michigan won. Uh I'm gonna take Washington just because I hate Michigan so fucking much and Washington 
has played a great fucking schedule, man. They've done great with the games that they've been given. Uh, so I'm taking Washington plus the, I think they're getting, uh, oh no, I don't know the spread on this one yet, but I'm taking Washington either way just because I hate Michigan. So Dude, I, thought cheaters. I, thought cheaters. Like, I thought it was Canadian football week. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I don't watch that shit. <laughs> CFL. <laughs> yeah. CFL. But yeah, I, I can't watch that shit either. That's one thing I can't go for. Christopher Sampson. No, I got, I, no, I got, like I got everything else, huh? but, oh, yeah, shit, but you can't answer that. Like, I didn't know. He said, if Chris Rock being the villain in bad boys Four, uh, dude, I'm in. No, yeah, he said, re- set the record straight. I have no idea, but I was like, it wouldn't make sense. I mean, Will Smith literally slapped him, but it wouldn't make sense. I mean, it wouldn't make sense, but it'd be, it would be such a fucking hilarious thing if he was like, yeah. no, I'm going to do it just to make Will uncomfortable, and then I'm going to rack his ass <laughs> about, like, Jada the entire fucking time. The, the bad guys are uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and Chris Rock teamed up together. <laughs> that's the fucking, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, uh, I would love that. Actually, that would be pretty funny. He'd be a really, I think he'd be a good, he'd be a great villain. I think Chris Rock could pull it the fuck off. Yeah, but I'll tell you this. Chris Rock will never forgive Will Smith, and he shouldn't. He shouldn't. Uh, He absolutely should not. Uh, When a grown man smacks you like that in front of, uh, like, it's one thing if it happened, but, like, he did it in front of the world. You can't ever forgive that man, ever. When a grown man slaps you in the face, unless you pay for it and it's part of a BDSM fantasy, it's not okay. Mm -hmm. It's not okay. What are you doing? Yeah, unless you ask him to in bed. Yeah, then that's, it's, fine. that's fine. Slap my ass in my face. What? Oh, the lines four and a half Michigan. Perfect. That's what I like. That's what I want. Let's rank the 1990s. Mm. Uh, I got to pull up the, the sheet <clears throat> here. Oh, yeah. Sim Dimwa. Fuck your big butt. That's a song I wrote about fucking a big butt. It sounds great. <clears throat> I can't Thank wait you. to listen to it. Uh, it's going to be on mm-hmm. my SoundCloud tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's going to be on the new Lethal Weapon remake uh, soundtrack. <laughs> uh, Jay's top 10 Fuck. movies of 1990. Typing while talking <laughs> to you. I missed it twice, the trash can. <laughs> and I was only Kobe. five feet away from it. Okay, there's this one. And sorry, I should have done this beforehand, you guys. My bad, my bad. I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. Sharing my screen with you now. Window, entire screen. That one. Yeah. Oh, pardon. <laughs> Did you see this? Spot? This is funny as fuck. Jason Whitlock is this. Uh, he's a sports personality that got all culture war and political. So, like, he just does his own podcast and stuff now. But he shared this screenshot on Twitter, and it was. Uh, it, it was uh, he was like i'm trying to check the espn st- the standings on espn.com and this ad comes up this is disgusting and the ad was um oh fuck what was the ad it was something like um was it a flashlight no it was something dirty about like getting your boyfriend a card for, oh, for like sexy butt it, loving was it the hiv like uh rule number or whatever like where they're trying to like get awareness about it, um that no. new drug that's out no no it was like a uh I'll I'll find it and I'll tell you. I wish I remembered before I started talking about this. Uh, here it is. The ad was. It says. <laughs> the ad was. Deep inside of me is a great way to spend your birthday cards for your boyfriend for the Christmas holiday or whatever. <laughs> and he's complaining. He was like, this is disgusting that ESPN would have these ads pop up. There's children that use this site. And everybody on the Internet was like, dude, those ads are aggregated based on your search history. You fucking idiot. <laughs> so. 
That shit just made me laugh so fucking hard. So what? I looked up Hershey, Pennsylvania. It doesn't mean I was looking up the Hershey Highway. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to be like, Christians would never, don't appreciate this. And they were like, dude, it's based on your fucking search history, dummy. That is true. Like, don't ever, like, yeah, be careful. Like, yeah, it's you know, the algorithms are, yeah, whatever you search, they cater to you. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're searching funky butt-loving men that have chest, a hairy chest, <laughs> you're going to probably get some weird stuff coming up for your uh, advertisements. People are going to tell them themselves nationwide, too. Guys are going to be like, what are these ads for big black cocks keep popping up in my feed? And their wives are going to be like, honey, you know those are targeted ads. <laughs> well, uh, actually, um, honey, I'm doing a thesis on big black <laughs> cocks, so I'm not like actually interested in big black cocks like you think. Well, it's like that or DJ clocks. that we do. Clocks, who got, clocks, we do a DJ uh, at a karaoke place who got arrested for having child porn, and his excuse was, I was doing research. <laughs> You know, that, you know, like that meme where it's like that uh, that Larry David is like boom, 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 like, like it says directed by it, and it just ends when he said that he's like, I was doing research. I was <laughs> uh, like, you fucking pervert, nasty. Oh my god, because like, what are you supposed to say? Like, he literally was telling us that while we were like standing like three feet from him as we were getting ready to sing the song. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, that child stuff, that child pit of that, that's. I was doing research for a book I'm writing, and it's like, okay, you guys are going. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be indicted. <laughs> Oh shit! And yeah, then we did Hanson. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> that shit was wild, dude. Mm. I was like, I'm never talking to that guy again. We're coming back to this establishment. But these are our top ten movies of the year 1990. They have to be the year 1990, and they can be any genre. Jay, what's your number ten? You piece of fucking shit. Well, uh, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, it's going to be uh, Ernest Goes to Jail is my number ten. Really? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I, 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 no, it's not. Yeah, I think it's spelled Ernest like that, but it might not be. Either way. I, I do. I, I love. Um, yeah, dude. I love. I love the movie. I, there's something about it that we were talking about comfort shows and comfort movies. There's something about this movie that I always remember watching as a kid and loving everything about it. And it really was a comfort thing for me. Small dilks. I mean, yeah, because That's they're true, easy to. Yeah. You know, it, it works it in. It works it Appreciate in. Appreciate you it's shouting us out for sure, Greg. Uh, but yeah, so in there. My favorite is Ernest Goes to Camp. Ernest Goes to Camp was my was the funniest one I remember watching and Scared Stupid, but Goes to Camp, I remember it never was in. Like, always some motherfucker had checked it out of the video store, so I always <laughs> had to watch Goes to Jail. But uh, Ernest P. World, dude, like, we were talking about this earlier, dude. Imagine this, dude. Like, him, Jim Carrey in his prime, and Robin Williams all doing a movie together. It would have been phenomenal. Because, like, someone's, like, I read a comment, they were like, he's like a living cartoon. <laughs> like, he really was. Ernest P. World was a living cartoon. There's... Yeah. The, <laughs> I've heard this movie that was like the, the way he like dressed up as the old lady. And he's like, does your mother know that you treat someone so disrespectfully? Now, let's be my car is overheating as it is. And then the bowling chains fall out of his like because as his tits. And he's <laughs> he's like, the doctor said I would only need to wear them after the surgery. <laughs> and then he's like, and then the movie is obviously a classic. He's like, I came, I saw, I got blowed up. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he's that's great. what we had like those big hoses on, right? And he was like smoking a cigarette. Yeah, and had the no, cap he wasn't. On. No, he was just no, he wasn't. He was just like he was trying to get out of jail, and he like dressed up as an old woman with like a neck brace. <laughs> and then the guy, the guard, was like, "Ma'am, I don't even know how you got back here." He's like, "Does your?" He goes, "I goes the." He goes, "My son, I was visiting my son back here. And even the most bad seed can fall from the most delicate flower." <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was. It was great, dude. I, I loved Ernest P. World. But I yeah, Ernest Goes to Jail was always dude. fun, dude. Always fun movie. I always loved it a lot. I gotta go back and watch that. Uh, Julian Black said there's a guy on TikTok who cosplays Ernest. He's probably the guy that goes to Scarefest that we no, hung out with guy. once. Yeah, it's not that guy. I don't think it's that guy. 
That guy crushes. Though. I think he's that like guy's good, but he's. I don't think. I think he's more of a local like celebrity than he is like big well, time. Tic- you can use TikTok in Kentucky, Jay. It's possible. No, it's not. Jeez. You know. You know. We have to have Dixie cups. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I remember that scene you're talking about specifically. I got to go back and watch that. Now I'm going to put that on my list for sure. Uh, my number ten is uh, going to be. Um, we're going to start it off with the horror taste in the mouth. It's going to be The Exorcist. Part three. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Uh, movie I did not watch in the 90s. I, I watched this movie for the first time like 10 years ago or something like that, dude. And is it like the ex- the first ex- Exorcist? No, it's a completely different movie. It's a different, almost a different genre, really. It kind of feels like a detective film more than anything, more like a drama. But you got that fucking, maybe the greatest jump scare of all time, obviously, with the mm-hmm. lady with the big shears in the hospital. But I love the detective story. I love how all that played out. It had, it what it did have, it had the vibe of the Exorcist. It had that dark, like that, that just felt like something was wrong inside of the entire movie that, that no movies and maybe the first half of David Gordon Green's exorcist, the, the vibe was almost there for the first half. And then it nose nose dived into an ocean of fire and piss, but it had that. Yeah. And then you have that the LA river. <laughs> you had that fucking Oscar worthy performance by Brad Dorf at the end that mm-hmm. really just set it off. I love that movie. It's, it's a movie that you sit in for, you watch on a rainy day, you get your butt comfortable and you get your Cheetos out. Cause you really gotta like, you gotta commit. You get your ass out there and you find that goddamn dog. You gotta commit to that movie, but it's such a rewarding experience when you do. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I love The Exorcist Three, and actually, it goes into my number nine. That's what I picked. Is, is the Exorcist Three. Uh, yeah, it was such a well, it was such a great movie from that fucking bloodstained turd that was Exorcist Two. That everybody like, what a what a waste of time. Like you just gave us like the the Cliff Notes version of what version of what happened in Exorcist One. It's like, okay, yeah, great. We're going to be in a hospital and have flashbacks in Exorcist 2. It's fucking terrible. Boring as shit. And then The Exorcist 3 comes out, and it actually does something pretty pretty well for a third film in a franchise. It, it, it creates its own unique story that you didn't think it was – like it was. you thought it was just going to be Reagan. It was going to be like the rehash shit. No, it's great. The, great actors. A great tone, great setting. And to be fair, I didn't remember this movie at all. I think I'd watched it. It might have been like on, on TNT Monster Vision when I was a kid. And I just like watched it and didn't really remember it or whatever. But it wasn't until we Mike and I did the um, the Exorcist uh, Man versus movie that when we watched it, it was such a breath of fresh air after watching Exorcist 1, which is great. Then getting through 2, it's like, you know, like getting through Exorcist 2 is like, I don't know getting a hemorrhoid removed or something. It, it was just, it was really, it was very uncomfortable and painful and it was like shit. And then Hard. the third one was, so, it was so good. And Brad Dorf is legendary in that. He's so well done and he's, he's well casted. Yeah, I agree. Exorcist three. It'd be, yeah. It's the second best in the franchise. I mean, that's <laughs> it. The crowd's cracking me up on this. For one, I got the I got the quote wrong. It's you get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog is the actual no. quote, but it's <laughs> someone said, uh, uh, see i think i don't know if this is about the choices or what but uh the horror universe is like like that wasn't predicted a mile away come on and there's only so many movies in 1990 oh, I, dude ernest goes to jail yeah it, it, some consider it a horror <laughs> i mean he <laughs> does go to he does go to the electric chair and goes i am ernest electro man <laughs> now watch it lyle i'll zap you <laughs> but they said that Ernest Ernest goes to an exorcism resident dr evil said Ernest goes to an exorcism would be a would have been a great movie i don't know that if he'd dude, ever he don't, I don't know if he ever does. I mean, Ernest did like Ernest goes to school. Ernest goes to the army. Ernest, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe he'd have fucked with it. I don't know. But he always, you know what? To, to be fair, Ernest B. World was such a good guy though because he he died of lung cancer, unfortunately. But 
he was such a good guy that he knew that children watched that character that he refused. Like, he wouldn't smoke in public so that no kid would see him smoke. Yeah. Because he didn't want to yeah. ruin that image of them having like a pure hearted earnest. Yeah, he's one of those dudes that really just did seem like a genuine all-around kind of well, guy. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, he's from Kentucky, which, I mean, we don't have very many good celebrities from Kentucky, so. That's true. George Clooney uh, is totally going to be on the Epstein list. Johnny uh, Depp. So, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, Johnny Depp was, he, he started John Carpenter, technically. Was in Kentucky Wait, he went to school here. Yeah, Chris Collinsworth. Diane Sawyer. Uh, st uh, Steve, um, uh, the guy from uh, Steve Zane, still in Kentucky right now, mm -hmm. so. Uh, gun media is in Kentucky. It's not all bad. Uh, my number nine is going to be a little thing I like to call Mark. Yes. I, uh, I, I wanted to put it up there so much, but I didn't. Yeah. Dude, uh, 1990 was a great fucking year for Steven Seagal, my mm -hmm. friends. And the thing about Mark for Death that made it such a sp special Steven Seagal movie, it's, it's one of his very fucking few movies in his whole filmography where he actually had a formidable bad guy to go up against. William Forsyth and Above the Law, definitely. But like... Uh, some of the biggest problems with the other movies were they had the lack of a scary bad guy because Steven Skull never wanted to be perceived as an underdog, unlike what Jean-Claude Van Damme and Sylvester Stallone were so good at. Seagal wouldn't even like to be touched in his movies, right? He didn't like to be hit or anything. But in Mark for Death, those bad guys were scary as shit. They had the voodoo shit that they were doing, yeah. the, the <clears throat> Jamaican drug lords or whatever they were. They were fucking freaky as shit. And it's one of the most badass just Steven Seagal movies uh, of his entire filmography. It's a kick-ass film. Maybe the yeah. darkest movie in his filmography, too, if Mark you don't include the later pieces of shit that he's done. Mark for Death is like... Like it's probably my top three favorite Seagal movies of all time. Like, it, like it's up yeah. there. like Under Siege, Mark for Death, and maybe um, either yeah, maybe Above the Law, or or uh, is what's the time travel? Not the time, but where he gets like in a coma. Is that Above the Law? Or is it hard to there? kill. Hard to kill. Okay, so it's hard to kill. So it's those yeah. three movies that, that are my favorite. But <laughs> I was like, Steven Seagal in a time travel movie would be a fucking trip. No, <laughs> he's like, I don't ever die, so I don't even know why I need a time travel. Uh, but no, like, uh, yeah, dude, I just walked through time. I Mark for Death time. was was the closest that he got until that shitty samurai movie that he did where he was hunting like zombies or vampires or whatever that to a horror movie back in his heyday. Because it well, there was a lot of like supernatural, weird, like seven vibes going through Mark for Death. It, you know what it was, and I don't know why, but every time I it, 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 like I was waiting for a predator to drop into the middle of the fucking thing and like go after him, a predator. Like yeah. the setting reminded me of like Predator Two, like the lighting yeah. and like I don't know what it was. It just reminded me of like Predator Two. Predator Two is a nineties movie too. I know. Great, mm -hmm. good, good time. My number eight is going to be uh, Trimmers. Trimmers, yes. Kevin Bacon, no, Kevin Baconator, fuck you. <laughs> uh, you know, listen, dude. Like it's so you know we all know the urban well not even an urban legend. We all know the story behind this movie. This was like. The last straw for Kevin Bacon. He was like, I'm making a movie about fucking worms in the desert. My fucking career's over. Goddamn Italians. He was done. Like, he had no idea. Don't cry in front of the Mexicans. Don't do it now. Uh, he had no idea this movie was going to be like kind of a, like some regeneration juice for his career. Because it, it, it was a hit. Um, and and he was thinking when he, and when he made this movie, like it was going to be a dog shit ass movie. And it was just a movie he was trying to make, you know, to pay the bills. But, dude, what a great movie. It's so simple. It's such a creature feature film. Uh, and it's always strange to me that they put it in horror. Of course, I know why they put it in horror. I mean, there's some graphic violence and there's some blood in it and stuff like that. And but, worms. Yeah, but at the same time, dude, I love every goddamn character in this movie. It's so fun. It, there's a, it's it's got It's more action. Oh, I guess it would be action horror than anything else. But, yeah, dude, and Kevin Bacon and the guy that played Earl, they had great chemistry. It was so per. It reminded me of me and Mike. 
like doing that. It's like, man, we're just trying to get out of this town, man. One more job. You just got to do one more yeah. job, man. And then we're going to hit the road. We're going to live like kings. I, I don't know, man. Like, it, I, it's so relatable. Like, you know, he, he just down on his luck. Got, they're both just not even down on their luck. They're just like, I need to start over. I need to get out of here. I want to get out of this small, confide, confided, you know, uh, small town. And uh, and I get stopped by these fucking worms that live out in the desert. It, it's a great movie, dude. Great movie. Yeah, dude. Fucking love it. Uh, yeah, him and Fred Ward, dude, they did have great chemistry together. It's, it's like, it was like Men at Work or, um, or ready to rumble. They kind of did the same thing. Maybe there was shit. The guys yeah. cleaned up the shit. They're just handyman going around town, and that and mixed with a horror movie, mixed with all that shit. I love that movie. So I would have also loved to have seen what would have happened with a TV show if that had gone through. Because yeah, I think that would have been something amazing. It's one of those franchises that they never got Ward and Bacon back at the same time, and it, I think it would have been magic if they would have. Well, you know, it, they and to be fair, work. Ward was the only one willing to keep going because he did Trimmers two, Trimmers three, I think, yeah. and then the guy that did Bert, he came back for a few of them. Yeah, oh yeah, a bunch of them. And now they're doing with like Jamie Kitty and shit. Like they're yeah. still doing it, which it speaks to how classic that franchise was, or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, that's a good one. My number eight is going to be. I feel like this one's going to be on your list, but probably much higher. Robocock 2, The Cockening. Oh, um, The Cockening. It was such a good movie. I, I almost burst at the seams watching it. Yeah, you know, there's there's a, a regular cock is fine, but a Robocop, uh, it's a cybernetic organism, you know? Uh, it mm. feels like flesh, but it has the has the capabilities of a robo i'm sorry Robocop 2 is going to be my number uh number 8. Probably low on the list for some, but Kane White <laughs> this movie is fucking funny as shit, dude. An underrated comedy mm-hmm. when he starts to spaz out and figure out, is it the mood lovely tonight, Lois? <laughs> like that shit, I just I love it, dude. It's so entertaining when he goes in and he faces off against the kids, all that shit, but it still had the weight of the first movie. I felt like I find Robocop 2 to be really it, it it's kind of like Ghostbusters to Ghostbusters 2. Like the comedy factor was upped a little bit, except for yeah. Ghostbusters wasn't as dark as the original Robocop. So I don't know how you want to put that, but yeah, it's one of the best uh sequels of all time, in my opinion. I yeah, yeah well, yeah, I well, I'm not gonna spoil it, but Robocop 2 to me is, is it's on my list for sure. But it's um I, I love the way he looked in this one. They they went more of a cobalt blue. I love that. I think to me that's the version of Robocop that I always remember, like the bluish. Bert, like yeah. uh, of his armor, nice blue, and, and, they, and they all they did some great stuff. And it was like great eyes. Murphy's like the best that bloody can buy. And then he's like, <laughs> he goes, "What's bugging you, Murphy?" Like Kane, Kane's bugging me. I, I loved. I, there was a lot more memorable moments in this, in my opinion, than even RoboCop one, because he became a full blown superhero when, like, even when the cops were striking, he was like, and he electrocutes himself. And he's like, "Are we cops?" <laughs> I love to do that. Yeah, it's it's and and Kane was a much better bad guy like he was a lot more in your face and then he became like you know he became this fucking dude at the end of the movie like it was like and it was a true battle for robocop robocop yeah. one was definitely more emotional uh because he had to deal with the, you know the fact that now he's a man and a machine does he have a soul anymore his family does he love you know what this was more of like over the top action uh adventure sci-fi stuff but Jordan said, "You're reading Miranda to a corpse." <laughs> and then he goes like this: "I'm having trouble." <laughs> and then he, like, yeah. Then he gets out of his car and he shoots that guy. He's like, "Thank you for not smoking." <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of shit. Like when you're in an interview or a really awkward moment and you fuck up, and someone's like, "Have a nice flight," and you're like, "You too." Like I'm having trouble. I'm having a fucking stroke. You're a right rotten now. cop, Officer Duffy. <laughs> yeah, I knew yeah, there's actually, there's actually one thing that made me fucking like get scared as a kid. 
when he slices open the guy, when he slices open Officer Duffy's belly, and, and that girl was like, "You said you were just gonna scare him," and he's like, "He looks pretty scared to me." I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> man, that's scary." <laughs> it's gnarly, man. I know, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude, I can't uh, yeah. wait to play that game. I, I still haven't got to play yeah. it yet. I, I got to download it and play it. I'm excited got, for it. I got you the Alex Murphy edition, so you can dress as RoboCop too. I, that's what I do when in uh, midnight's midnight uh, my number seven too. is going to be Flatliners. This one with Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, you also have Kevin Bacana. Uh, my name is Jay, and I love dinghies in my butt. And why not? Because that feels good. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, it's Flatliners with Kevin Bacon, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, Oliver Platt, and uh, Julia Roberts. I it was a, it was a cool movie when it came out, and it was a, and it, it was a scary movie. It was also a, like a cool psychological thriller. It was more of a psychological thriller. But they did a great job with like exploring what would be afterlife be. And there's so many movies now that copy what they did. Uh, there's a new one that I haven't even watched now, where you can what, uh, the call on the telephone or something. I haven't watched it. Uh, you watched it. Don't hang up or call me again. What the fuck was it talk, called? Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk dirty to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Talk yeah. to me. Yeah. That like there's so many. You know, there's other movies like that too. That was like oh, I what's... see the reference though. I do. I do yeah. See the, the correlation. Or, 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 uh, well, I think the one that the most resembled it was the Lazarus Project, which fucking sucked. But they tried to do what Flatliners did. But like everybody was wearing like goddamn like uh, cool ass like um, overcoats. It was all like in a weird <laughs> the way they shot it. And it was like smoking cigarettes and like black blue light and they're like it was goth as fuck dude i don't know what we should be doing but i don't think we should go back there <laughs> but yeah it was, it was cool man and then I, I i don't know what i don't know what the message was at the end like there is a god but there's not a god but i or you need to fix your mistakes while you're alive so that you have peace when you die because remember there's a scene where kevin bacon would bully that black girl like mercy mercy i can't even say that word relentlessly mercilessly yeah but relentlessly bullied her and like in when he died it was her just kicking the shit out of him over and over again or was it um alec Baldwin? one of the Baldwin brothers were in it too and then steven steven yeah and then he had to go and apologize to her and like make you know billy baldwin there's billy billy baldwin anyway dude what a great it it was such a psychological fucked up movie because i mean at some point you you know scientists like well let's just like flatline this bitch and see what happens and we'll bring him yeah. back we got the we got the technology we'll bring him right back and see hey did you see something did you see something did you see some golden <laughs> gates and shit was there an all you can eat waffle house when you get there <laughs> <laughs> dude I honestly like I it's not on my list it, it it made my honorable mentions but like yeah I love this movie dude Joel Schumacher had a flair for fucking the dramatic obviously yeah. but dude it was so dark and I just it, if Joe Rogan was it, it came on set and just hosted it was like a uh uh my, the who's the biggest Michael Romance fan like because everybody yeah. was so dark and they're like no I'll stay dead longer no I'll stay dead longer I hate yeah that. that was a great scene they're like they're like betting or something yeah yeah it was like they were and they were all the whole the whole point was they were all trying to get in julie roberts pants <laughs> so yeah. bad like yeah. I, no, I could stay dead the longest you know it's crazy uh i love flatliners it's a great movie great choice my friend my number seven is going to be um dudes with big no that was different that's list. a classic for it yeah uh my number seven it's gonna seem kind of low to some total recall oh, it's gonna be my number seven oh, i love it I want to go to Mars. That's uh, terrible. I can't do that. Get the Mars. Get the Mars. Dude, I I love that fucking Schwarzenegger got to do this movie, dude, because you could see this movie being done with someone other than Schwarzenegger pretty easily. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that he's in it 
just elevate it because not only is it a great Verhoeven movie, not only is it a badass, just kick-ass sci-fi movie that just captured the world's attention when it came out, and it's also really dark and twisted and fucked up in all the right ways, but now you add the Schwarzenegger level to it, and I, I never could. My mind was always blown at how hot Sharon Stone was in this fucking movie, dude, mm. and how bad it would suck to have she that in your definitely wife. definitely play tennis. <laughs> but to, it's, it's not a when he's dressed as the woman i can't remember the line he's dressed as the woman he's uh, trapped. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, no 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 uh, he was uh two weeks two weeks that's <laughs> <laughs> like it's like when you're in public and you start to have an anxiety attack that's exactly what it feels <laughs> yeah, like or like that that thc wax hit you at the wrong moment <laughs> <laughs> two weeks oh uh but dude i'll never forget that that imagery of his it's such a cool idea too the fact that they can just go and like change your life and implant this idea in you they try to do it again with other movies but i was always fixated on the fact that damn that's crazy that his it was like a beta version of the matrix like they yeah. could just erase your whole fucking life and you live that life but you know you're not living a real life it's like you're like in a yeah. dream that you can't wake up from or sort of in a way it's all, almost like the truman show too because like they set up this whole life for him to live and they gave him this way and she's been a spy the entire time like i think you know that's every man's worst fears that you're gonna come home one day and your wife's gonna try to kill you <laughs> uh but uh or i was like i thought it was like when you were when, it's like hey when i wake up it's like i'm sober now i've married you what <laughs> it's like consider this a divorce <laughs> that's fucking yeah, awesome, well, yeah it's a, it, 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 what like and the special effects on it were fucking incredible uh like when they're suffocating on mars and like you got to yeah. see a girl with three tits <laughs> yeah uh i'll never forget that 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 got burned into my brain as a young kid yeah yeah because when you feel the crunch you're there uh, yeah there dude it's a great fucking movie it's it's a it's such a great blend of sci-fi and and action and it's a strange movie to see back in back in that day well not really but kind of because it, it was a, it was more of a like a heady type movie to see arnold in that like of course he'd be in a sci like sci-fi action predator preceded this but not yeah. like this was like and again I, I stand by this was like a beta version of like what the matrix became like fucking yeah. with your brain and implementing dreams and living a life that's not yours, and then waking up from it and realizing that something was trying to control you the entire time. Yeah, and shout, shout out Stacy by the way, Mallrats with the third nipple as well. Uh, those are two major third nipple scenes. Uh, but yeah, it, dude, see, I think a lot of us at our age group saw that three tittied woman at, at, as a youngster, and we're like, oh, "There's three of them." I remember that cab <laughs> driver, baby. You make me wish I had three arms. <laughs> you motorboat son of a because i got seven kids to feed and he's like Call i thought you had 10 <laughs> call me kick what's your number six slut um my number six is going to be a uh sam raimi classic that a lot of people don't talk about dark man liam Neeson. i knew it before you said it ha! yeah i what i mean listen it came out in 1990 in my opinion you look at something like the 89 batman movie with michael keaton and tim burton up to that point, like you had never seen anything like it, right? And then Darkman comes out, maybe because of the inspiration behind Tim Burton's Batman. It really was another Batman movie, but just slightly more psychotic. Because Darkman is is like he is a superhero, but he's got his powers in a different way. Like he can't feel any pain, and he's got the like this adrenaline rush that gives him superhuman strength. He's also struggling with what he looks like and this rage that like it's such a great concept. The movie is so good. The the, the fact that Liam Neeson is like this well-to-do scientist that's like working on 
skin to help burn victims, that, that organic skin, and then these fucking assholes come in and, and, and steal his technology, burn his ass up, and then he comes back, uh, like, a, after being in the hospital, wrapped up in all the to take revenge. It's such a simple plot. It's such a, it's a revenge thriller movie. Uh, but it's got the elements of something like Batman, the, the 89 Batman throughout the entire movie. Like they could be in the same universe. Like literally dark man could take place in Gotham. Yeah. And I, yeah. I like, I like when I watch it, I get the same vibes and feels that I get when I watch 89 Batman. I, I totally get it, man. It's a great choice. It made my honorable mentions. It, I wanted to put it in my list so badly. Do you remember the game? The game was fucking dope as shit, too. Uh, yeah. Well, everything about like, and then when Dark like, then they made like four Dark Man movies. Like the Return yeah. of Durant was part two, which wasn't a bad movie. But once once Sam Raimi dropped out of the project and Liam Neeson did come back, it kind of lost its flavor. The guy that they got to replace Liam Neeson wasn't bad at all. But Dark Man, in my opinion, is always. I, I'm actually shocked, dude. They've never. I've never seen them try to remake this movie. Ever and I think it would be. I think this movie. I think this would do a really well on like an HBO Max, like a show, like do seven eight episodes of Dark Man. I think it would do really really well because he is a tragic. He's such a tragic hero. He's an anti hero and he's so tragic in the fact that he's just trying to be with his wife, but he's all he knows he's all fucked up. And then there's all this rage behind it because of what they did, and he can't let go of vengeance. I don't know. I think it would be an incredible TV show. Uh, back in 2022, Sam Raimi uh, told uh, an outlet that Universal is looking at making a Darkman sequel, but that was in. It depends on it depends on who they use. Nothing. It's got to be a it, well, yeah. So it's dead in the water, but it, it would have to be like I would trust like HBO Max or um, maybe Stars to do it. But then again, Stars is where they go to die because nobody watches Stars. Unfortunately, we learned that with Hills. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You got you got to do it in the right situation. Uh, I agree with somebody. They said in there. Um, uh well michael said that dark man needs a comic series uh, it does they definitely one. did they did do a comic series yeah, it was that. based on a comic series uh and somebody else said that it would kill today sorry i missed i missed your name in there but i, I agree i think dark man would do well you know what's today. strange is don't you think in some ways I, I know he's not the same but like in you know how like the hulk like loses control and like this unfettered rage and he can't control it and he gets these incredible super this incredible superhuman strength but he loses his humanity when he's in this rage that's kind of how dark man is it, when he, when when it lights up you know like a, a fucking bong light it party. up i want you to light it up yeah, and then if all that boy plays somewhere uh <laughs> he uh he can't really see other than what's he just sees red and he goes off dude it's it, again he's such a cool tragic character like I can't believe that they've never because uh, it might be and I know this is controversial. Be like, what the fuck, Jay? Seriously, I thought you didn't smoke weed. But listen, I think Dark Man fits on the same level as the Crow, as far as these tortured existence people. I'm with you. I mean, I, I like, and I feel like if you shot a film or a movie or a show like or or, or a show like that, in the same do way, you, you could do a great justice to it. Do you think it would work if they brought back Liam Neeson and did an old man Dark Man? No, I don't. Man. Well, I don't. I mean, maybe, but I don't know how it would have. I mean, because they never really. They probably didn't plan on any sequels. Not really. I mean, they left yeah. the open ended. You know, obvious. Liam Neeson's too old to do it now. But what if they brought Liam Neeson back as the bat? What if they brought him back as Durant? That would be pretty dope. I'd be into that. I, I think that it's one of those movies that it's been it's been too long and it wasn't big enough at the time. Uh, I don't think you could do a sequel to it now. I think it's no, you'd have to remake it. You'd have to I would, it. yeah, I would argue Dark Man needs a full remake, but I think they should do it. Uh, I, I do want to just throw out a shout out to that video game, dude, because I used to play the shit out of that. Good. I think I remember it. Super Nintendo or regular NES. It was old uh, Super fun. Nintendo. 
Yeah, but you would have to like spy on people and like take pictures of them and shit, and it would be like no. and that no. shit was cool. Story. It might have been Nintendo, but I will say also, uh, like if they remake the movie, don't make uh, don't make Darkman like. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I know people are gonna like, well, he's near number six on your list. You can't remember the the, the doctor's name. I, I know I'm, I'm I'm fucking that up, but I I think the guy's great, but don't cast the guy that plays Jack Reacher as Darkman. He's a great actor, but he's too big. Like that Alan dude's Rich, like, yeah, he's too yeah, big of a fucking dude. I agree with that. I think it should be a, a, kind of every man type character. I think Adrian Brody would play a great dark man. Oh, dude, he would fucking rip as that. That would be mm-hmm. fucking awesome. I would love it. Uh, my number six, 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 six is going to be a movie that I'm sure is probably on your list, but don't you don't have to spoil it. I'm going Lionheart at number six, my good man. Oh, uh, Sean Claude Van Damme classic. It was really the, the one of the first movies. It would have been higher. Like, it really would have been higher because it's a fucking great movie. Like, it's like a nine or a ten on the scale. Amazing. Jean-Claude Van Damme. The only problem at all with this movie is that they they redid it with, with Bloodsport. They basically did the same thing with Kickboxer. And I'd say that Bloodsport and Kickboxer are arguably better movies. But Lionheart fucking, dude, it's so good. And if you love Bloodsport or you love Kickboxer and you haven't given Lionheart a chance, I'm telling you, it's got all the same shit. It's got all the fixings. It's got the same story. It's this this dude who who goes through hell and ends up in fighting competitions. Uh, and it's just, it's fucking awesome. And once again, Sean Claude was so good at this, dude. I was talking about Steven Seagal earlier and how he didn't, he just didn't have good enough bad guys. Sean Claude had Tong Po. Sean Claude had, uh, what's the dude's name in um, Bloodsport? Um, fuck, I can't remember his name. Shidoshi. Uh, <laughs> goddamn classic. Uh, somebody help me out here. I'm embarrassed that I can't Who's remember his name right now. The the bad guy in um in Bloodsport. Um oh uh fuck um uh Chung Lee. Chung Lee and then and then in this one you've got this big huge fucking scary ass dude and the story was heartfelt and it's it's a it's an underdog story it's got amazing fight scenes it's got like a Grand Theft Auto kind of rise from the bottom to the top storyline where he's fighting in bigger and bigger fights and he's fighting in car garages surrounded by limos and shit and he's fighting in pools and like drowning each other in the water and shit like that um Bolo Young's the name of the of the actor Bolo uh, yeah he's great yeah great guy fucking all great time guy. amazing guy yeah dude um but lionheart had it all man it even had some sex at thomas Claude. well and i will say about lionheart um i think lionheart is a unique ass movie because lionheart showed the versatility of john claude's acting he could play a dramatic uh character yeah in a way that he never played it before because if you look at bloodsport bloodsport is all time greatest john claude van damme movie of all time i mean that's just it okay oh god you are fight. shut the fuck Facts. up we don't need to talk about it but what Lionheart, nuts, did was it, <laughs> Lionheart gave uh, Jean-Claude a great opportunity to showcase the, the, the versatility that he had as an actor. And I really didn't, I, I think the most versatile that I've ever seen Jean-Claude ever act in, in any movie at his height was double impact. I think dude, Chad and Alex, as far as that movie goes, they're so completely different. That just shows you how yeah. great of an actor that Jean-Claude is. But in Lionheart playing like a Rocky type character, that is just there, there for his family, and he's not really there to fuck anybody over or cheat anybody, and he doesn't really know what's going on. He's, like, from the desert as a legionnaire in the city, and he's, like, just Literally. really trusting people. Yeah. it's And he's, like, he's just trying to take care of his niece because his brother fucking got burned up and shit. Yeah. It's great, man. And, and like, it, it was one of the – like, I never thought – I never thought a Jean-Claude movie would make me cry. That fucking movie made me cry at the very end Hell when yeah, they let dude. him go, and he runs up the hill. It's like, God – Fucking damn it, you splits fucking ballerina <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. You've what done a it. beautiful, hopeful ending. And then oh, the end fuck, where- I can't believe what you've done to you. 
<laughs> dude, that that one scene. Oh my! I dude, I, I literally just got fucking chill bumps thinking about it. That yeah, one scene dude. where he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Lionheart, I'll bet against you." He's like, "Wrong bet." No, he's like, no, he's like, no, he's, no. That part, he's like, "Wrong bet." Yeah, yeah, wrong bet. He's like, "Wrong bet," and he gets up off the mat. I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Like, I, it's so good. I want to watch it right now. If you've not, if you're a fucking Jean Claude fan, and I feel like there's a lot that have not seen Lionheart, you gotta see this shit, man. It'll yeah, you know what's mind. funny is the guy that um. The guy that he fought at the end of that movie. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I don't know if it's the guy that he fought. I think it is. The, you know, the guy with the big fucking mutton chops like that looks like Wolverine. Yeah, he looks like a kind of like a I think that's the giant. The, I think that's the guy that plays Tong Po in Kickboxer. That's like his best friend. Like he had a like, you know, the guy in, in Bloodsport that gets his leg like caved in by Bolo Young and you can see his like, uh, you know, his shin gets split open. That's Tong Po. Uh, the actual yeah that's his friend like that's like uh, jean-claude's real life friend that he like cast in that movie damn brian thompson's in that movie too i didn't know that yeah Um, so i don't know if the guy that the the guy that plays the the villain at the end of the movie with the big button chops i don't know if that's the same guy i think it is that he played tong po in kickboxer i'm I'm looking at it right now i'm trying to see if if it's the which is like you know it's kind of crazy because like he's not asian at all like he's fucking like italian yeah michael cuisi michael cuisi michael cuisi yeah so yeah, um, Michael Cusi played Tong Po in Kickboxer. Yeah, he did. No, hundred percent. He was Mustafa yeah. in Lionheart. So, yeah, and, and, he was all, and he was also the guy in, in Bloodsport that, like, when when Tong Po's fighting him, and he like cracks his shin open, and you can see the, like the, the leg split open. Yeah, Michael Cusi. He was Mustafa in Lionheart, and in uh, Kickboxer, he was Tong Po. Yeah, uh, which it, it's crazy because it doesn't seem like it's the same guy at all. Well, like, that just shows you like John Claude. John Claude was such a good guy. Like that was his friend. Like that was like his best friend, and he was casting him in these movies. Yeah, it's cool of him. I see you guys in the chat saying definitely not him. It's him though. It's him. He had prosthetics yeah, on his face, it, like yeah. Gary just said. Uh, Go look it up, huh? I win. Damn, Jay. Throw your I dick win. On the table and say I win. Your work. Why do you win? Because I said I win. I have to go pee. <laughs> I'll be back. All right. Enjoy pee. I'm going to go down a couple more. Okay. Um. Lionheart is my number six, and god damn it, please watch it, you guys. I promise you will love it. It's gonna blow your fucking tits off. Uh, my number five is gonna be Kindergarten Cop. It was one of the names I saw you guys in the chat talk about it as soon as, as this list was brought up. But uh Potty Poopa, uh, dude, I love this movie so fucking much, and it showcases all of Schwarzenegger's talents. He has, the, I love in the beginning of the movie, he, he he's literally dressed like Michael Bean was, like Kyle Reese was in the original Terminator movie. He's like scruffy, he's got the glass, the big overcoat, show what a badass he is. And you get to see the, the dirty side of John Kimball. And then when he has to go and he has to he has to pretend to be this kindergarten substitute teacher, you get to watch this fish out of water storyline of him, of him doing this shit. And you get so many fucking classic Arnold quotes, you know, who is your daddy and what does it do? But I love that. And I actually taught daycare when I was like 15 years old because my mom uh, worked at a daycare center and I worked there. But that, so this shit just cracks me up. But when he walks in, he's like, shut up! Like that one scene in all the kids. But it's also a heartfelt movie too. And I love the bad guy. The bad guy was so fucking good. Underrated ass bad guy. The dude with the ponytail. He's like, Dominic, I'm your father, Dominic. Come to me. He was so fucking creepy. And I think as a kid watching this movie, that guy creeped you out too. Because he was the guy, if you grew up in our era, the whole idea was like, don't let strange men abduct you because they fucking will. Because that shit happens all the time. I mean, obviously it's still a thing. But the bad guy in Kindergarten Cop still, to this day, looks like a dude who would abduct the child. I mean, I don't know if he looks like that today or not. 
but he was such a good fucking bad guy, man. And D land, that was the one that was the one that all of us kids referenced when we were growing up when this movie was out. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Fucking that that joke killed in classrooms across America. Uh, I don't think people knew like how big the reach for fucking kindergarten cop was, man. Um, and his his uh I, I forgot her name, but his his lady friend the his co-cop she was so good in the movie the comedy was on point in this movie the romance story actually worked in this movie you felt for everybody in it it showed it showed arnold's soft side um it showed his hard side too uh so fucking awesome dude i love um uh, not tender kindergarten has a t in it it has a, it has a t in it jordan if you put a g in it it gives you the squigglies watch i'll put a g in it right fucking now boom gargan garden squigglies what's up the squiggly line rules the roost and this has a fucking t in it see ha suck it you probably meant something else anyways uh it's not a tula it's not it's not a tula kindergarten cop it's fucking everything you want in a movie is in a kindergarten cop a lot of people don't know this and you probably shouldn't and i'm probably gonna ruin your night they did a kindergarten cop 2 with motherfucking dolph lundgren honestly it's not a terrible idea but the production value was so low. Dolph was great in it, but like the production value was too low for it to ever match. But um, fucking love Kindergarten Cop, man. That's one of my all time. Just I love that fucking movie. Could watch it any day of the fucking week. And you can watch it with your kids, too, which is nice. Um, OK. Number five. Jay's coming back, so I'll let him give his number five. <laughs> hey, you piece of shit with a little bladder and big dick small dick ah. <laughs> your dick tastes weird uh hey i'm gonna change my battery out real quick if you want to give your number five okay okay i'll give you my number five i'll tell you it uh my number five we've already talked about so there's not i'm not gonna go in much detail about it much like my sex life there's not much to be told uh it's gonna be robocop 2 is my number five uh while robocop 1 is significant for many reasons and it was so good on the satire and the violence and the drama that they were able to incorporate into the film robocop 2 just holds a special place in my heart and fart for all time do i enjoy it more than robocop 1 man that's hard to say because mike's right it's 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 it goes back to the argument of ghostbusters 1 or 2 which is which is superior i mean ghostbusters 1 is superior in every way but ghostbusters 2 is one of those rare sequels that hold up just as well in my opinion to the original robocop 2 just takes <coughs> They did such a great job with what was, you know, pre-built with RoboCop 1 and, and then just moved on with that. Uh, Robo Murphy had got his soul back essentially at the end of RoboCop 1. And then they just took that like further with RoboCop 2, in my opinion, because it's like uh, he knows, like, remember when he gets all fucked up and then they're putting him back together and they're like, and that bitch is like, what's your name? He's like, I'm Alex J. Murphy. Uh, police officer's like, no, that's a glitch. Alex Murphy's dead. Who are you? Goes, you type it. I think it like it, it destroys the idea of like the humanity part of him. And then he has to regain that. So I don't know. And then I think that Kane was like overall just a better bad guy. That guy, I can't remember his name. He also played Frankenstein in Monster Squad. Um, he's such a great actor. I don't remember his name, but yeah, dude, Robocop 2 is it's not as like the satirical part of it, it's not like it's more over the top. But I feel like they're just having fun, and and it, and it holds up. And I and I, I do like that look of RoboCop better. 
while and I will say this the, the Robocop, the original uh, poster is cool. There's something about the Robocop 2 poster where it's just his his helmet zoomed in and he's looking and it just says I, I, I fucking love that poster, dude. Robocop 2's posters I think is better than Robocop 1. Uh, yeah, dude, I it, ha- it definitely had the the I almost said synthetics, it has the synthetics, oh. but the it had the vibes. I think people, I think it's I do think it's underrated because I think back then any sequel got looked on kind of shittily. Like these days, yeah. it's all sequels and all IP. So I think people are way more accepting of sequels in general today. But I think back then it was different. I think Robocop 2, if it came out today as a sequel, would be praised much higher. So would Ghostbusters 2. So would so many other movies. That well, and also they have, the, they have that unique uh, thing in the movie where the little boy, Hobie, because you look like you're out of air, bitch. Like that whole thing. But then when, you, <laughs> when, when he's dying, and then Robocop remembers his own son and he's like, like dying around all that money. And he's like, dying yeah. really sucks, doesn't he? He's like, yes, it does. I don't, and, and like he watches his fingers like go away from his hand. I, I don't know, dude. I, I just thought that was a really cool, unique uh, moment. So there was emotional moments in the film, but it, like it was just it was just a fun movie. And I always I also just felt bad for him while all that shit was going down, too. Like when he was like spazzing out, I was like, oh, stop it, Robo. Yeah. Well, he had no choice. He's like, they just uh, programmed all this nonsense into him. Birthday, bitch. Uh, my number four is gonna be Tremors. We already talked about it. I just think it's fucking. It's one of the best horror comedies. Uh, it's it's a great horror comedy. It's a bat. It's a great like little community movie. It had a fucking amazing jokes in it. The practical effects. Again, this this movie, if even with a big budget, would probably be ruined today by them making crazy CGI. wild CGI worms. Mm. Uh, but that just these characters felt like nothing you'd ever seen before it, it didn't feel like cardboard cutouts or a specific character they were trying to make it just felt like they literally plucked two dudes out of a walmart in the south and were like we're gonna make a movie about you too because you're funny yeah. uh beavis and butthead kind of way and then you add the monster stuff and you add the sharp writing and you add the cool stuff to it um i yeah trimmer's fucking rules and everybody knows it so there's not a whole lot you have they to were every they were everyday guys <laughs> like, anybody like they could be your neighbors or like in the south anyway like that's my yeah. that I live in the trailer home down from them. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. By the way, there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying anything wrong. Like there's trailer homes that look better than houses. I'm just saying, you know. Oh yeah, nothing wrong with living in a trailer, no. unless you blow it up cooking meth. <clears throat> that happens. happens. Happens in houses too. It yep. happens in houses too. I got PP real quick. I'll let you go ahead and give your number four. Say it before I go because I want to know. <laughs> uh, well, we, we talk total recall. Total recall. We know uh, here at recall. We, we make you remember shit that you don't want to remember. Recall, recall. I told you don't go down that place. Once you do, you went down that fucking place. Uh it's a it's a great movie. Uh hundred percent it's a unique movie, and, and it's one that like I mentioned before, but I never thought I'd see Arnold in. Um while Arnold had dabbled in like with the sci-fi in in the uh the sci-fi horror element with Predator, I never thought he would do something like this. Um I mean, Terminator, yes, and Terminator 2, but just not in this. This is more of a psychological-focused film. Uh, the remake, by the way, with Colin Farrell was not... The, uh, they, I, I got to give them props that they did their best to try to do something unique, but I don't give a fuck about what's happening on Earth. I wanted to be... It, they should have just kept it at Mars, but anyhow. Uh, the special effects on it were great. Arnold was great. The supporting cast was great. Sharon Stone was great. Um and, and 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 the idea it really is the whole movie is centered around the idea of class struggle which i think is so funny that it's it resonates much more today 
where corporations and and the rich and the elite are the ones that control the narrative and everything that you see and it's like the working guy that gets fucked over it doesn't matter about your gender or your color it's it's the working guy like the working stiff if you don't have power and you don't have um money you're a, a number you're a throwaway thing you're just a you're just a uh, you know another cog in the machine and i feel like this movie explores that in a very very good way especially in the fact that quaid which was the original identity of Arnold in the movie um, was an asshole. He was a corporation lackey for lack of a better term. That's what he was doing. He was like interested in, in, and doing the bidding of the corporation, no matter what, and who got fucked over. But then the new personality that they synthesized him with, that he went undercover with was who he actually felt like he should be the, the guy fighting for the rights of, of the Martians or Martians, meaning the humans that live on Mars, but also just like fuck the corporations. I don't know. It's it's a, it was a good movie, man. It was, it was a really, there's a lot of layers to that movie. And I still think one of the coolest scenes in that movie uh, is when he goes into the, um, the terminal to get to Mars or if he, when he gets to Mars, I can't remember when they do the body scan and he's the skeleton. That shit looks so fucking cool when he pulls out the guns and he starts shooting people when it's all like, you know, the x-ray thing. It looks amazing. It's so cool looking. But yeah, it's definitely that one. And I, I would go to my number three, but I can't because it won't be on the... I can't make the numbers happen. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Um, and there were so many good... Like, dude, there, there's so many good movies from the 90s. Like 1990, specifically that year. That um, it's hard to... It, it was really... It was, a, it was a struggle to pick 10 of them. But anyway... Total Recall, and I didn't put. I will say I will spoil it. I didn't put Kindergarten Cop on my on my list, even though it, it could be argued what was the better movie that came out that year, Kindergarten Cop or Total Recall. I just think that Total Recall says a lot more, and there's a lot more um, meaning to that movie. While Kindergarten Cop was great, and it was really cool to see. Arnold back in a comedic role, which he hadn't really done since Twins with Danny DeVito. That was interesting and it was fun and it was it was definitely a memorable movie by all by all uh, intents and purposes. But Total Recall, man, it just it just sticks with you. And I, I that and when he get like it starts choking and not getting air when his eyeballs are popping out of his fucking skull, and he looks like like when she won't stop sucking after you come. I know, dude. I tried my best. My brain is so fucking perverted. You know that part though, when he's like, oh, 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 when he's running out of air and his eyeballs are popping out. That uh, yeah, that scared me when I was a kid. That shit scared me, and it looks good. Like it, like that's another thing. It actually looks very impressive with what they did. Um, who directed that movie, by the way? I, I I'm curious. I I don't remember who directed Total Recall. Who directed? Who tell me? Tell me, IMDb. Oh, yeah, Mike said a Paul Verhoeven. Yeah, it was definitely a Paul Verhoeven film. Yeah, there was not much. I mean, I guess there was some satire in that because uh, Paul Verhoeven was known for some of that, you know, for doing that kind of stuff. Satirical type of um, sci-fi, horror, thriller kinds of movies. Um, but I think overall, it just, it, it just, it, it's a movie that stands the test of time. I think you can watch that movie in 25 years from now and, and you're always going to find something to relate with it. And I think it was the granddaddy of things like um, 
the matrix or dark city which by the way dark city if you guys don't know you got to watch that movie you're talking about a, a real mind bender i think dark city is criminally underrated nobody talks about that movie at all i don't remember i don't hear anybody talking about dark city but dark city was so good and and they for show took heavy inspiration from at least costume designs anyway from hellraiser the way that the uh the, I, I can't remember the, like the bold guys that and that was that was another that was a movie i i have no doubt the wachowskis reference or at least use that as some type of baseline when they made the matrix in dark city 100 because the the fact that when you sleep they can change the setting around you it's it was it was great i think they're all i think the bald guys are aliens in that movie i'm talking about dark city dark city's a kick-ass movie i know it's criminally underrated nobody talks about it ever yeah it's fucked up same guy that uh, did the crow by the way um okay did you get to are you still on number four yeah okay my number three shall be this is gonna seem high uh it's gonna make me seem like i'm high but it's gonna be hard to kill um steven skull hard to kill i know and this is why i said like these aren't the best the 10 best movies of 1990 but these are my favorite 10 and dude i hard to kill might be my favorite steven skull movie of all time it's so cool dude the way it fucking comes out because they 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 he's in bed with his wife and the bad guys come in and they shoot him up and then he's thought to be dead but then he survives and he grows this big fucking beard yeah. and they have to escape the hospital and this this badass fucking scene where they escape and then uh him and kelly lebrock i think her name is dude, and they, they, they got this, uh, weird science yeah. chick yeah yeah dude and they married and he he fucked that up really bad but that, that, that crazy scene where she's just this nurse and she's taking care of him but to watch him go from again like he didn't show himself be weak enough that was his biggest problem so to we're just what the hell just happened my dog just flipped out um but dude when he's coming back and bringing himself back and he's doing the acupuncture and it's like done and that music's playing it's the closest thing you'll get to a steven seagal montage yeah. the music's playing he's got the fucking acupuncture he's out in the field punching that two by four it's like hey Hey, the fucking doing that shit till his fists are bleeding and he wants revenge and he goes after. And fucking he pulls dude. up that root and he like slices it with a katana sword. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, now you're ready. I see. Yeah, dude. And, and his his friend, his, his buddy, who was his cop on the force that was with him during that whole thing. I yeah. fucking do. Raise the kids. Yeah, fuck it. That, that shit was touching too. Like I love the, their friendship and stuff. Uh, love Hard to Kill, man. If you if you've not seen Steven Seagal movies, check out Hard to Kill. I think you will enjoy it. I do. I do mostly yeah. mostly yeah hard to kill is a great one is it, it, it like i i wish i i couldn't put it on the list but i wanted to it's high it's definitely high mm -hmm. my number three is going to be um teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah the original okay a hazek can say go back tell me you didn't pay money for this look like a giant turtle in a trench coat is this your first time in new york uh yeah dude yeah, I, I love it <laughs> he goes damn <laughs> he like listen Wise man once say forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. And that holds true today, Domino's. But I, I like, listen, I, seeing this movie uh, in 1990, they look so cool, man. Raphael, Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, the brothers, they all looked amazing. They did such great with uh, the puppeteering. I think it was Stan Winston that worked on the on the uh, the suits. I could be wrong. It could be Jim. No, it was Jim Henson. It was Jim Henson. Um, Stan Winston is awesome, too. But Jim Henson worked on those suits. They look incredible. It, it, and by like TMNT 
the original is so close to what the original comic book was. I mean, they they floored it with that line as much as they could without going completely dark with it. Yeah. But it's so it's so cool. Casey Jones is great. Uh, April O'Neil was great. All of them were great. And I, that movie, man, that movie just I, I remember watching the cartoon when you were a kid, and then you get that in 1990. You get that movie, that full that 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 I remember the live action like the poster, and you just see their heads popping up in the sewer. And it was so cool to see that movie poster because it was like coming in summer of 90. I was like, oh my God, it's going to be sexy. It's going to be off the hooks. And it was. Shredder was great. A Ruckle Saki. Um, that comes for you. Ruckle Saki. He's like, no, but when you die, you yeah. die without honor. <laughs> and then Casey, I love the line of Casey Jones. It was like, uh, Donatello was like, you're a claustrophobic. He's like, hey, you want your mouth punched in? Because I never even looked at another guy before. oh yeah dude it it was so cool like it was just a fun movie man it was a it was a really fun movie and it had like a really cool um i I don't know what they're called uh when when it's like a samurai that's lost their master um what do they call ronin it had a ronin type uh story with it with splinter and splinter uh splinter yeah dude i i mean what what more can you say like A movie that came out in 1990 looks, plays, and is overall written better than something that comes out in like 2016 or whenever the the remake came out. By fucking tons. And it's insane. Like, you think like, oh, yeah, this came out in 1990, so in 2016 or whatever it came out, we're going to be able to do a mate. No, they just CGI'd the fuck out of things. I'm not saying the movie was terrible, but it's like... Yeah, it, it, it like it looks more like a video game than in 1990. In 1990, it was like you could buy into that world. You could actually get into that world. And now I'm like, oh, I'm playing a video game. hundred fucking percent right, dude. And Tomo's right too, dude. It had this filter on it that made it feel gritty. Like it felt like a film. Yeah, you know it what felt I mean? like something that could have been like the original comic book was dark as shit. Like I think in the the first three or four issues of the of the original Turtles comic, they kill uh, they kill Shredder. They like decapitate him. Yeah, like they, they fucking in the in the in the comics they kill. Yeah, so. and they, they did the best job getting close to that. And we, st- like you said, man, we still, the puppets, the way they did that shit, they still, they can't do it today. All these years, 33, 34 years later, well, they still can't fucking You know what it is? It's just laziness. Like, I feel like uh, a lot of uh, directors and, and creative people behind the lens are like, oh, it's so much easier just to do CGI because you could just go on the computer and type in a few commands and get this like cool ass scene and you don't have to put the extra work in. But that's why it made it like that's why it was so much more well done back in the day because they actually gave a shit about what they gave you on screen because they had to actually put physical time into making this thing happen. Yeah, so, and, and the, the crazy thing is, is that it's cheaper to do it the way they did it back then, but it's way easier for these people to just oh, we'll just hire a group of computer dudes to do it rather no, than it's have cheaper. To no, it's cheaper it. to do CG. It's cheaper to do CG. No, I think no, no. CG is way more expensive, dude. They got to have all those. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like you shit. could just get an Adobe fucking Paint. Thing and, and make CG, <laughs> yeah, just fucking like you can get like eyes. Sony Vegas for like a hundred bucks and make some CG with it. Yeah, I, no, I think it's just the time to do. It. I mean, I, I, I would think that CGI would be more expensive. I could be wrong about that, but yeah, no, I'm, certain I'm movies, I'm certain movies, I'm sure it is. But anyway, yeah. TMNT is classic for a reason, man. It's, it's, it's like, is it better than Secret of the Use? I think it is, but Secret of the Use is another one, another film that holds up just as good to the original. 
the I mean, secret of the ooze is actually my favorite turtles movie uh although chino uh, this one will be easy because i'm right there with you dude my number two is tmnt uh-huh. uh yeah dude it's easy uh, what i loved about team and two two by the way or secret of the ooze for one i love the green shit in the in the ooze that shit was awesome i don't know there was something about it but you got to see their new digs like in the sewer that was, that was fucking cool. awesome the subway uh yeah dude there was not and you guys don't understand what it was like being our age maybe you do if you were but like being our age and having a turtles movie live action come out and be taken so seriously the way tmnt was uh it was it was fucking mind-blowing dude and it was a goddamn sensation i'll never forget the third turtles movie even though it sucked we went to the theater um to one of those theaters that served pizza and this was like one of the first ones to do it they serve food and the thing and they actually had dudes at the movie theater dressed as ninja turtles in the suits like greeting families when they walked in like turtle mania was fucking real turtle mania brother um was legit it was a fucking sensation it was a great time to be a kid man and the toys yeah. fuck yeah dude we had all those well, that, yeah and, toys, and, and the vans and they they did it like it's it, it's it's strange to even think about like the fact that in 1990 they took more seriously a toy line and a cartoon show and adapted it as faithfully as they could from the comic book from the actual origins of that uh, of that story without crossing over to rated r than what you get from like hollywood today where they butcher everything and rewrite shit to yeah. to fit a narrative like it's so strange like back then they would actually try to do like if it's based on this source material, we'll try to do it as close to it yeah. like the budget can get. But nowadays, like, oh, let's rewrite this shit. Oh no, that person, that person over there, we gotta like that. That that's gotta be a woman, and, and that person over there has gotta have a dick, and uh, that person over there, it's that gotta be. they gotta hate Trump, uh, and that person over there has gotta hate <laughs> Biden. It's gotta be it's gotta be uh, all inclusive. Yeah, like it was a different time, man, for sure. And I appreciate it. I'm glad that we grew up in the time that we did, even though it, it, it brings back great fucking memories. And again, so many toys, so many fucking awesome toys. I feel bad for kids nowadays because back then it was like, I got to get the turtle van. I got to get the Leonardo. I got to get this character. I got to get that. Today, like kids are just like, I have everything I want on my phone. Which I, I is nice, say, but like, it's not the same. I think Shredder looks the best in the second one, but he looks fucking badass in the first yeah. one. And the way they presented him, like they led up. To he just like he, he like he comes down way. like like fucking chocolate thunder. Like when he's like, <laughs> and he like bounces a little fucking bit. Fucking Lady Gaga, and, and he's like, because where's Splinter? He's like, ah, the rat. <laughs> it has a name. It had a name. He's like, dude, the show lie. <laughs> dude the showmanship and like the, the- theater acting uh, that went into all this shit and again just look at splinter man like how how sweet and how cute and almost scary he was he was everything you would want to realize splinter to be uh, oh, splinter, yeah. splinter and then in the remake they just make him fucking whatever that shit was I don't that was know. terrible but i will say he- though mutant mayhem the the seth rogan produced one or written one mutant mayhem you should I watch it man it. It's a fucking great movie. It was so fucking fun. Like, it wasn't like these movies. They were more teenage, which was kind of cool, but it was really good. Like, so good. Yeah, well, all I got to say is that you... Now I will finish what I began with your ear! I always thought that was so so weird. Like, the fact that he just threw away all training to go after a rat. Like, he, like, spirit charges him, and then (laughs) the splinter just pulls out the fucking Michelangelo and he goes... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't know anyway uh my I'm number sure two my number two is going to be uh i think one of the best buddy cop movies of all time tango and kesho tango and cash what the fuck wait what did you not know it came out in 1990s 
No, dude. I got to double check you, you son of a bitch. No, it was. It was listed as a, like, I had to look up, like, it was movies. that. Uh, It's 89, bro. No, it it was released in 90. It says, IMDb says 89. It's a lie. It's a lie. I don't know what your. It's a lie. Tango and Cash release date. December 22nd, 1989. That's what it said, 1990. I am Um, sorry, Orokosaki. Either way, it doesn't matter. We'll throw it in there fucking anyway. Well, I'm so goddamn close, okay? So you got October, November, December. (laughs) It's three months, all right? Give me a break. No, it came out in December but of 1989. It came out in December? Of 1989. Okay, okay, but the home video release was probably in March of 1990. Yeah, home video. Yeah, definitely 1990. Well, you know what? Fuck IMDb and fuck the goddamn internet. (laughs) I looked up... Highest grossing movies of 1990, and it had Tango and fucking Cash on it. It must have had the home video one. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Or no, that would make sense actually, because if it was released on the 22nd of December in 89, most of its gross mostly would have came from 1990. You know so that's where you got your lines. I don't want to play the game anymore. Fuck you. I'm, I'm throwing my controller <laughs> down. I don't. Anyway, I quit. Talk uh, about Tango and Cash. No, movie. I don't want to anymore because it came out in 89. It's not fucking fair. Everybody's going. Like, Rambo. I have to pick, pick another one now. I have to pick another one. I have to pick another one. So you go ahead and pick your number two. I have to pick another one. All right, right I'll give one. you guys my number one. YJ, YJ uh, thinks thinks of something other than Tango and Cash, Fucking which is bullshit. great. Hey, dude, if Tango and Cash is in there, two's a great spot. Like it's great, it's a great idea. I'm with you. Uh, my number one though, Orokosaki. It's going to be, and I wow, uh, Arachnophobia is going to be my number one film of the year 1990. A film that. This movie has it all, man. And it was crazy. It's crazy uh, to think that I would put this above Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Tremors and all this shit. But, dude, I'm telling you, when you go back and you watch Arachnophobia today, the f- Jeff Daniels, John Goodman, this movie had it all. I think it was an Amblin film, by the way. But it feels like a Steven Spielberg-directed fucking horror classic. It has it all. It's funny as fuck. It's one of the scariest movies of all time, if you have any fear of spiders. The way they did it from the cereal boxes to the shower to that old dude who had a black widow in his fucking shoe or so he thought. Fucking this movie, uh, it had the, the the effects, the fucking fun. It had the action sequences. It was a movie's movie. A tentpole fucking has it all. When you think of a complete film that also has crazy horror leanings, Arachnophobia is one of my favorite movies of all fucking time. So, yeah, it's my number one. All right, well, fuck it. I'm going to put it on there. I don't give a shit, all right? You know, I don't like... I want to return this fucking game to the Xbox store. I think I, I'm not getting any enjoyment out of this. I'm going to put Night of the Living Dead. The Tom Savini, Night of the Living Dead. And okay. I just, I, we said earlier, it scared the shit out of me as a kid. I forgot it came out in 1990. I had to look. Obviously, I don't trust the internet. Who would have thought the internet tells you lies? What a fucking goddamn <laughs> chapter in my life that I've learned this. Anyway, I use, I use IMDb to search, dude, because you can search it by year, and then you don't, then you don't have any issues. So it's going to be Night of the Living Dead. I think Tom Savini did such a great job reimagining the Ramiro uh, version of Night of the Living Dead, updating it and making it cool, uh, extending it when he needed to extend it, but for for the most part, uh, being overall um, uh, respectful to the material. Jay, I fucked up too. What happened? I fucked up too. I saw the chat. I somehow completely fucking missed it. Goodfellas was made in 1990. That's my number one, bitch. Well, Jay, that's my number one. No, you no, can't. You get one. to live with the I king of the to. spiders or no. 1990 no. calls. And they get to give. Yo, you don't get any fucking. No, I'm doing it. Shut up. You keep on spelling arachnophobia. <laughs> one A super. Hey, dude, awesome. I haven't even got to my number one that's... yet. It was Goodfellas. 
good you fella. You ruined my fucking, uh, my fucking reveal. I'm sorry, all right? I fucked up. I'm human. I'm standing here. All right. I'm standing here. Well, I mean, to no surprise, my number one was Goodfellas. Yeah. Obviously, uh, one of the choice. Is it the greatest mafia movie of all time? I mean, I don't know. I'm going to let the scholars decide that with fortune cookies. Way smarter than me. Is it better than fucking Godfather Part 2? Is it better than Scarface? I don't know, Joe. I just know that Goodfellas is the one movie that I remember watching as a youngster and saying, that's badass. I want to get into a life of crime and get with some mafia guys. And I'm not Italian, so I'm fucked. But either way, Goodfellas in of itself, Ray Liotta, uh, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. Is it the best performance that those guys have ever had in a mafia movie? Absolutely. I will 100% say that, even though Joe Pesci and Rob De Niro was amazing casino, and for the most part, De Niro's uh, uh, participation in Godfather Part Two, even though it was not really, I mean, it's whatever. Uh, Goodfellas, I mean, dude, what can you say about it? Like, it's it's literally a national treasure. It's a national treasure of a movie. It's like, I there's no way that no one's ever seen the movie. There's no way. Like, it, like it. yeah, it's like when they assign you shit to read in high school, it was like, you got to read Hemingway and you got to read like fucking <laughs> Herman Melville. You also got to watch Goodfellas because if you don't, you're a piece of shit and you're going to fail this class. So it's like a, it's a mandatory thing that you must watch to get through life. But um, I do, I mean, it, it, the narrative of it, the way it's shot, the story, everything about it, the music. Well, he walked up to me and he asked me if I wanted to dance. I mean, everything about it, dude. Like, it was so good. Joe Pesci was so dangerous in the movie. Like, literally, like, he actually scared you. He, not as scary as he was in Casino, but he was up there. De Niro was actually really scary in this in, in a lot of ways. And and there's no... You can't deny that Leota... Like, you can tell why people, when they were making The Sopranos, wanted him to play Tony Soprano. You, I mean, you can see why. The paranoia, the crazy parts that he get. Obviously, I don't want anybody other than James Galdafini. I'm just saying I could see why they wanted Ray Liotta back in the day. Um, I mean, it's a ten. It's a fun. It's a literally. It's 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 a movie that will be legendary forever. It's a legendary movie. I, I yeah, I, I feel bad even speaking because I've I've failed the city. I like how you put one um, A. Like you put one A. Super best, awesome. It's the best. I can't. Yeah, dude. You I, have to I, erase arachnophobia. Yeah, I, I'm not going to erase an arachnophobia. I'll really, I can't do all the typing. You have to right pick now. one or the other. I would, no, I don't, Jay. I will. I, I had to I get will, rid of Tango and Cash. I didn't tell you to do that, slut. I would, I, I did would it, take out, I will take out Exorcist 3 and then move everything down a slot. All right. That's okay, what I'm going to do. That's fine. That's fair. That's what I'm doing. But yeah, so I, 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 I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. I fucked up. <laughs> you sound like Biden trying to remember a speech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or George Bush, he threw a shoe at me. Uh, no, you're absolutely right, dude. It's, it's one. This will be my top five films of all time. Like fuck, 1990, top five movies ever. Goodfellas is gonna be in there. Maybe even top two. Yeah, dude. It, it, everything you said is absolutely fucking. And by correct. the way, I was gonna say fuck you, chat. Okay, I wanted to see Mike's face when I picked that as my number one because I wanted to be like that didn't come out in 1990. That didn't come out in 1990. I wanted to. Where's hear that. arachnophobia in your list? What's your problem with arachnophobia? You fucking. It's about bitch. fucking. Goes to jail. I hate spiders. I fucking hate spiders. That's fuck why it. it's so good. God damn it. I will nope. fucking come over there and suck your dick. I mean, I hope I, you do, and I'll make out with you with my eyes open. <laughs> God damn it! Stare at me while I'm doing it. Look at me. Uh, it, listen, uh, yeah, good fellas. I'm gonna go get the papers. Get the papers. I'm gonna go die. <laughs> Give me time. the gun, Karen. Karen, Karen. Um, dude, 
there's nothing. What, what? There's nothing to say. If you haven't seen what, it, go you see know it. what? One of the best scenes Fuck that me in is ass. like that dude when he like parks across the street after Karen gets assaulted, and he like takes the butt of his gun and beats the. Oh yeah! Goes, I swear to Christ, if you ever come near again, I'll fucking kill you. I'm like, so God good, damn dude. it! I want to so fuck good. that man. And I've never said that before, but I'd, I'd say it out loud. <laughs> hey, you popped your cherry. Hey. He's like, yeah, but uh, I got busted. He's like, yeah, but you didn't say that. You didn't give them nothing. They don't got nothing. I'm going to throw one in the chat. I'm going to blow the chat's fucking mind right now, though. Okay? Um, I'm going to blow the chat's fucking mind right now. You guys aren't ready. Get ready for this. Do, 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 do. Um, how about this for a poll? Best mafia film of all time. No, dude, you shouldn't do that. We should say that for a video. Um, I'm just asking them. I'm just asking well, them. It might be, it, it's going to be ruined. This is not going to be ruined. Shut up. It's going to be, is it The Godfather? The Godfather 2. Or is it Goodfellas? Scarface. Well, that's not really mafia. Right. Yeah, Casino. Scar- Casino. Casino should be on the list. I can only have four though, so I'll put Scarface because I think that's gonna that's gonna ruffle some feathers. That's a tough question. That's Scarface a tough isn't really question. a mafia movie. That's just like Tony Montano getting into it on his own. Fine, Jay. I ended the poll. All right. Are you happy? Are you happy? I well, fuck it. I don't care. Poll. I mean, whatever. This you show pick sucks. What you pick what you want. This show fucking sucks, and it's my fault. It's twenty twenty four, and I can't believe things are the same. It's a terrible way to start. Uh, okay, I'll just put best. What's the best movie? Okay, Goodfellas or, or Godfather 2? That, those are your two choices. That's okay, all you so got. That's, that's, that's all nice you get. You lost a scholarship. You go. Man, that's you lost a, a scholarship. You can't go. I mean, that's a hard. What would you pick, though? I don't know. I mean, I mean, you know, it's a different. I I probably would go with Goodfellas just because I can remember it. Like, it looks more clean. But Godfather Part 2 is so classic. And, like, and it's. Like I loved Godfather, but when I got to part two and the first time I ever like I ever sat down and actually watched the whole movie, like the trilogy, and I got to part two, I'm like, man, this is like, this is like high level drama. This is like high level uh, like acting. And then when you get to Goodfellas, though, it's got the same acting abilities and chops that you have in part two of Godfather, but it, then it's got like a, a different grittiness to it that I never seen before. Yeah, I feel like uh, that's what sets it apart for me. It's just the gr- the realism to it. It looks fucking real. Yeah, I think I I I really think, dude, I would go. I think I would have to go, and I mean, this fucking hurts. This hurts deep down in my dick hole tip. Um, but I would have to go, Goodfellas, because Goodfellas, like Godfather's two, is great. It's it's one of the greatest films. It definitely would be in my top ten of all time too. But it, it's such a sweeping epic. There's just so much going on, and it plays out slow, and that's beautiful for what it yeah. is. But Goodfellas is like a fucking holy shit package. It's caught every five minutes. There's a fucking banger in your face. Like there's something crazy yeah, well, happening. You know, the it's pacing like on it was so good. I think the pacing yeah. on Goodfellas was, in my opinion, I think the pacing on Goodfellas was better than Godfather Part Two. Godfather Part Two is great, and don't get me wrong, the pacing is good, but it takes a little time to churn up that engine. Once the engine gets going, you're in a, you're in for a treat. Like it never lets up. And it's Game great. of Thrones, yeah, yeah, like do it, yeah, and and uh, Michael Corleone as the full fucking you know head of the organization, and the whole thing with Fredo, dude. Like I said, when it gets to that, when it gets there, it never stops. But Goodfellas, like right off the bat, it like it gets off the off the stop line, like it, it goes full metal to the pedal. I'm taking the dunce cap off of my head. I wore the dunce cap. I wore it, and I wore it proud. I deserve the fucking dunce hat. Jay had it on his head for about five minutes with the Tangleman Cash thing. I'm wearing it hardcore because I fucked up good fellas. Now I'm putting the dunce cap not on Haley Candler, who's not seen any of these fucking movies, but I'm putting it on Colton because Colton 
How the fuck have you not shown Haley Goodfellas or Godfather? All three Godfather. All Colton's going to say is I was busy having sex instead of fucking watching movies, nerd. Well, that's wrong. That's the wrong decision, Colton. Get Make some spaghetti and you show Haley all those fucking Dude, movies well, tonight. Oh, I'm my God. I, yeah, I can't wait to get canceled in today's world because that's the most stereotypical thing. Get no, he's going to make the spaghetti. Get some spaghetti. Italian movie, Goodfellas, and, and eat some spaghetti. No, it's Italian it's, They'll cancel you all anything. They'll cancel There's you all anything. Well, that's fair, but like, yeah, you, you eat pizza, you watch the turtles, you eat fucking spaghetti, you watch don't the fucking take my culture, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking cultural. No, but I will say, I, mean, I, I pick my vote would be good, though. Like, if you could only pick one forever, <laughs> you got, you got, <laughs> well, yeah, do that. You know, you try, and you're like, I mean, your girl's like, no, and like, what the fuck, you not sit, love me? You, you sit her down, you yeah, sit, you sit her, her down, you say, you fucking watch. Listen, you put you do like this, Colton. Do you want what's behind my hand? <laughs> or do you want to watch on a goddamn movie? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Colton, Colton does a lot of cocoa. There's a thing called jail, dude. Rambo is there's a thing called yo, dude. Take oh, dude. That's I love this fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, and dude, Tango Cash. Also, you got the you got the fucking lies. Like sugar is down. I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm not afraid of anybody. My that, that was Ron Howard's little brother, Clint Howard. Like, I'm not afraid of anybody. I'm not afraid of you. And he's like, hmm. And see, there's that the scene in the bathroom when he drops the soap. Oh no, no, no! When they were talking about it, it's like uh, Cash is like, "Well, who do you think set us up?" He's like, "I don't know. I'm working on it." He's like, "You don't know shit." <laughs> like, and then he's like, he drops the soap. He's like, "Hey, hey what are you doing?" He's like, "Because I'm just picking up the soap and don't flatter yourself, tiny." <laughs> oh, he's like, "You broke that jaw." But dude, I, you know what's funny is like uh, Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone was actually really good friends outside of the movie, and that's why their chemistry was so, you know, good on on yeah, screen. The Tango and Cash is so good, and I, I I fucking I love the end too. Like when I have to go to the bad guy's house, it's like uh, that he has that big that that big SUV. It's like it's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. Come on, guys, what are you doing? And they take it anyways. Would you want to see? I don't know if I would. I mean, I mean, Sylvester Stallone could pull it off. I mean, Kurt, I don't know, because he's pretty, I mean, a sequel to it where they're old fucking men that come out of retirement, like super fucking old. I just think it would be a, too much of a parody at this point. I don't think that they should do it, but I would fucking get excited if they made it. Like, well, I don't, I, well, I think what I don't, I don't want a remake of it. No, no, nobody could do that. Nobody could do that. Oh, yeah. Nobody you, today know, you, could know, do you know, they'll like throw like The Rock and, and, and Kevin Fuck Hart no. together. And that's how they'll say, take on cash. Yeah. That's Dude, exactly be, what they'll be, do. That's exactly I'll what they'll do. Mark Wahlberg and and and, and Kevin uh, Hart, <laughs> like it'd be one of the two. I'm not You're saying right. like you know, um, yeah, dude. There, there's nobody else. Like Kurt Russell was so unique. There's nobody like him. I mean, who do you? I mean, Robert? No, no not Chris Evans. No, I mean, there's. I, I'm trying to think of like a guy that could like be the suave, like uh, grizzled looking. Uh, what about Channing? Uh, not Channing Tatum. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, don't worry hey, about it. You have homework, Haley. Uh, what's the fucking by next week? Watch those shits. Who's what? Charlie Hunnam. Uh, I hate Charlie, that guy. Maybe he could probably pull off a Kurt Russell. Ugh, I mean, shut maybe, up. Maybe Dick. I hate maybe. that. Pick another one. Thanks. I hate it. No, I think we can go with that one. Do better. Stop it. Well, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna make Tango and Cash a fucking Netflix show. It's gonna be on Netflix. It's gonna be like uh, like a no, shitty yeah. ass fucking like eight episode Netflix thing. No, it would suck, dude. It would suck. They they definitely shouldn't remake it unless they're going to bring back the the classics. Way, which speaking which, of Russell doesn't do that a lot. He doesn't come back. For no, well, movies. Kurt Russell said uh, he said that he's uh, and you know power to him, dude. I love Kurt Russell, but he was like, I, I'm in a position in my life I can just read scripts that they send me and I only take the ones that I want. 
So he doesn't have to fucking do anything anymore, which is great. By the way, I was, did you know, I didn't even know this true detective is still going with Jodie Foster, which nobody cares. Like I I saw it's like Jodie Foster, true detective. I was like, yeah. Yeah. And, and there's, you know, like water is wet. I don't give a shit. Like what? Like, I can't believe I thought true detective died after the second season. No, they did a third season that was actually pretty good. Uh, well, I think they did a third season. Fuck, who was in the third season? I can't even remember it now. I think I think it was Marsha Hara Ali. Uh, but like, um, Jodie Foster fucking rips, dude. She's she's awesome. great. No, I don't. I just think True Detective. But, I don't have any desire to watch a Jodie Foster led True Detective. By the way, I just now I was sitting here thinking, and do what if if they did do a Tango and Cash? And he's too old now. But I'm just saying, back in the day, if they did it earlier, Vince Vaughn and Luke Wilson. As what? Tango and Cash. Oh, they couldn't pull it off. They don't have the manliness. Like Vince Vaughn. Well, Vince Vaughn could Vince Vaughn could play. He he could play. I I, I would cast Vince Vaughn as as Cash. Let me let me throw let me throw these two things at you from the chat. Uh from from the chat. Um fuck where god damn it. Fucking finger doesn't work sometimes. I have to use two. Uh JT Custom says Ryan Reynolds as Cash or Tango Son. But either one, whichever or. What about Ryan Reynolds and as Stacey James says, Jake Gyllenhaal for Kurt Russell. Ryan pretty. Reynolds, Kurt no, Russell. They're too pretty. No way. Dude, Kurt Russell and Celeste Stallone were gods. No, nah, dude. But Kurt Russell, were gods. Kurt Russell looked like a man, not like a like a fucking playboy. Like, he looked like a man. Have you seen Jake Gyllenhaal in Southpaw? Yeah, There's but Jake Gyllenhaal, he's that. still a pretty boy and so is Ryan Reynolds. But my point being, I, I would take Ryan Reynolds as far as a comedic effect. But I don't, like... I would take either one of those guys could play uh, Sylvester Stallone's character where he's like, he's like groomed and he looks good. And he's like, you know, like I got my, I got my eight pack abs and I'm, I I wear like a suit and tie to the office. You got to find that fucking low, like that regular guy to play uh, Cash's character though. And I think Vince Vaughn could do it. Like he just looks like a regular dude. But all right. But look at this. Hang on. I gotta, I gotta move this over. Uh, Check this out though. All right. Just, just, just just gander on it just take a gander if you look at this was this was kurt russell and tango and cash right here oh yeah. why is it going this thing shit where'd it go this is he's got he's got feathered hair that that is not a that's not a real gruff dude you know what i mean no, that's just, that, uh, in that particular where he's wearing like some shit that he like escaped from the beauty and the beast castle no but <laughs> if you look right there go to kurt russell as gabe cash in pin uh Pinterest, Right there, or it's Snake Plissken. That looks like a fucking man. That looks like a fucking dude. That's a man. I mean, I same movie. Uh, go down, go down, right there. Look at that feathered. It. Look at that feathered fucking it, hair. That man. was the style of the time, though. Yeah, he has the Patrick Swayze hair, but yeah, he's There's, a good-looking guy. But he's like, I got a gruff like exterior to him. Now go to the picture with him and St- Stallone, right there. Right here? No, the other one uh, up there with <laughs> this... that. Look how groomed Stallone looks. Look how put right. together Stallone looks. Yeah, you like, slick your hair back, you put on a pair no, of bubble he also, glasses. He's, right? he's just got, he looks more like clean. Like I use like soap that you can't afford. And, Absolutely. And, and cash, Absolutely. Like, cash like I go to CVS and I pick up some fucking soap. Like, and I got my <laughs> chest hair exposed. Yeah. Like I think that, listen, if you want to cast Ryan Reynolds or Jake Gyllenhaal as, as Stallone's guy, it works. But you got to cast someone that's got the, 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 the mannish look to him. And good-looking guy. Well, that like, dude, he looks like he fucking like sucks dick on the corner of Seven <laughs> Eleven. Like you're picking fucking Nightcrawler images. Like, what are you doing? You're picking Nightcrawler images, dude. dude Jake Gyllenhaal right here looks like the Taco Bell gets your order wrong. Yeah, that looks like that you're fucking like broke as shit. You're going through your your fucking compartment to find quarters to pay for your taco. 
Like he looks like he smells like baloney. Like, like that. Like that's not a good reference. That is not fucking Jake Gyllenhaal. At right all. there, dude. That's look, not- right there. He looks like you're trying to drive in the snow, but you can't really see that well. Or you've yeah. had a couple of cervezas and you're trying to drive straight. That actually, that picture looks like when you run a yellow light and you've been drinking and you're hoping a cop that doesn't see you. Yeah, that's hundred percent. But right there, look at that. Look how look how sexy. Look, go up from where he's pointing and go up. Go go up from that one right there. Go down. No, go down. No, not that one. That he looks good there, but go down. Go down. Go down. Uh, go down. Stop telling me to go down. I will. Right there. This one. Yep. Look at him. I can see. I can see. Groomed as fuck. Groomed. Like his ass. Is probably got no. His ass has no hair on it whatsoever. It's been waxed. Oh, how about this guy? How about this fucking guy? Well, that, that guy that looks like me, overweight and depressed right now. <laughs> <laughs> every day in every day in our lives. But that's not we're looking. Oh. We're not looking for that for Let's, Stallone. And that's you when you look at the mirror and you haven't lost enough weight. Yeah, that, that well, that's like <laughs> when you look in the mirror and you're like trying to pee and it won't come out. You're like, do I have diabetes? This is when you're jerking it for the third time of the day. <laughs> no, I will say, Jill uh, Hall and Reynolds are great actors, and I wouldn't even mind them in Tango and Cash, but they would definitely not be the gruff. I'd take that guy that played Reacher to fucking play uh, uh, Cash. Alec, Alec Rich, but Alec the problem he's too fucking big. He's too big. Yeah, he's definitely too big. Uh, but they they did a great job with the with the costumes with Stallone though. Like the way that they made him look slender and like you know smooth and shit. The way that they did. Well, no, it wasn't. They didn't have to do anything. They just got a really nice suit that was cut to his body. Yeah, they slicked back the hair and the. I mean, his body was already in a great shape. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, I think uh, I think I think they could do it. I, I, I don't know, like Charlie. Hunter, but here's the problem: would they would they would they fuck around with it? Would they make it where it's not? We got. We can't make this offensive. That's the problem. Yeah, I, 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 dude, I was watching anything you've watched, dude. Anything you watched from the '90s today, I go, oh, people would be pissed about that today. People would call that woke. People would be offended by that. Well, it goes both ways. Like anything you watch is like, oh, they would call this a woke movie, or oh, they would be offended by this. It, like you can't do shit these days. You really dude, can't. My, my real, way. my real dad, uh, the one that passed away, he looked like Kurt Russell. Like he, he always did, got dude. vibes from Kurt oh. Russell, dude. Like a hundred percent, especially. When he played like my 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 real dad, he, he grew his mustache out one time like that Fu Manchu. He looked like Wyatt Earp from Tombstone, mm-hmm. like straight fucking dead on him, dead on him, dude. There's always some way he said he would like smoke a cigarettes, like he had yeah. that vibe. There's something about there's something about Kurt Russell. I don't know, but it's like I, I was like I, you remind me of my daddy. <laughs> As I protected over him, but I will say that there's that Kurt Russell. He's like, you, you know what to be? I don't know. What about Hugh Jackman? He's too old, too old. I think. Yeah, for me, I do maybe, love you. Maybe, though. but he could love play. you. But anyway, um, you know, to be fair, I, do we really want a remake of it? I don't. I really don't want no, one. No, they really shouldn't do it, anyways. Uh, I'm I'm scrolling up here to catch back up on some super tits. Okay, I'll be right back. Uh, I'll be back. I gotta go pee pee in the toilet real quick. All right, take your uh, last pain, make it feel real uh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> do it the way you like to have it done to you. That's what I tell. Oh, by the way, don't go anywhere because when Jay gets back, we're watching the outtakes from Eastbound and Down because it's the funniest fucking video on the entire internet. And we talked about watching it last week and we didn't do it. We gotta watch it together. It's gonna blow your fucking minds. It's the funniest thing you've ever seen in your fucking life. I promise. I swear to Christ on a popsicle stick. Um that's the best Christ. Child of the corn. What's good, fellas? Should should the Batman Reeves universe stay grounded with villain selection? Bane, hush talent, leave CGI characters for the rest of the DCU. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Leave all that shit. Switch it. Do it all different. 
DC spent so long trying to copy what Marvel's doing and they fucked themselves up. They fuck you in the drive-thru like Joe Pesci said in Lethal Weapon 3. They fuck, fuck, fuck you in the drive-thru. DC fucked themselves up trying to copy Marvel. Now, maybe they'll smarten the fuck up and be like, we should do the opposite. No CGI, fucking hardcore R-rated scripts, deep, personal, important shit, heavy shit. Do it that way. I fucking love it, child. I love it. And I love you and the way that you kiss. Crimson Black said, Mike, I used to make that kind of music under the name of just Crimson. Oh, but when you change it to Crimson Black, you know it's going to get dark because it's got to. I love it. It's like Chris Gaines, the darker version of Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, I'm more singing Deftone slash sing rap style. I just ran out of things to say. You know, also, Mike, you're sexy. Student. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Hey, I get it, man. I was in a, uh, I wouldn't call it a rap rock band, but I was in the band that we were in did like Linkin Park type stuff. There wasn't actually any rapping, but it was like a. Uh, it was more Papa Roach than anything, again, without the rapping, but it was sing like almost poppy metal, but like also with screaming because uh, I couldn't sing all that well, but I could fucking scream. Uh, that's the kind of shit we did, too. So I appreciate that, man. It's fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah, dude. Deftones are making a comeback, too. Like TikTok brought the Deftones back. Like, how weird is that shit? I was watching somebody talk about that the other day. It's crazy how that shit works. My part, bad language. Bad language makes for bad feelings. <laughs> it's all about Robocop, too. Fucking that movie has so many great one-liners, man. So many great one-liners. I love it deep down in my cock. Ulls and Bartles. Field of Screams podcast. Thanks, buddy. Says now it's time for a real brain buster. You're headed out on a Friday night. Who's your wingman? Leatherface? Leprechaun. Easy. Absolutely leprechaun. Absolutely leprechaun. A, you're better looking than he is. B, you're taller than him. And that matters to women uh, a lot, apparently. The height thing does. So I hear from my single friends who are on the shorter side of life and, and they're dealing with a hell of a road. Those guys are. I feel terrible for them. Um, but uh, yeah, Leatherface is just going to sit over there and be like, blah, 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 blah. you know, he's, he's not going to make any fucking sense. He's going to try to make him eat homemade meats. Night, uh, love you. Um, it's going to be a fucking mess. It's going to be a shit show and he's going to have food all over his face. It's going to turn off everyone. Leather or Leprechaun is smooth. He's a talker. Uh, he's going to have the ladies cracking up, but no one's going to have sex with that guy. So you're taking him home. He sets him up. You knock him down. It's Leprechaun. Am I wrong, Jay? Am I wrong? <clears throat> yeah, that's a, that's a great way, man. I was going to say Leatherface because everyone looks thinner next to him. That's, that's fair too. That is fair. You got to have that guy. Got a lot of weight. And, he, and he's going to be like, ah. I'd be like, listen, I just, I, I'm, yeah. vol I'm volunteering for the special needs people. And this is what I do. I, you know, I take them out and try to like incorporate them back into society and help them out. Yeah. And I'm a good guy. They're like, Oh, that's so sweet. That's so yeah. Sweet. And then if they, they're like, I think I might go home with Leatherface. Like, okay, well he's going to fucking eat you, but all right, enjoy that. Yeah. His dick is made out of like, not his dick. It's made out of other skin. Idiot. Yeah. Uh, other men's skin and that's not gay when you do that but if it is it's okay mike barton imagine how awesome it would be if we got teenage mutant ninja trolls 4 that ignores three and Ooh. they bring back the jim henson suits and have krang or rat king as the villain oh, oh man i would love God. it yeah see that's the weird thing is like i remember when uh secret of the ooze came out uh i was like shocked like i, I was pleased to see the shredder back but i was like we're, we're definitely gonna get krang or or somebody like like a higher up you know that that's been over the shredder and it never happened. And then TMNT3 came out and it's all about like ancient Japan, which 
you know, I've went back and watched it before. It's it's corny. It's it, like it gives me the same kind of feelings that I get when I watch Batman Forever. Like I know it was shit, but I kind of yeah. had fun watching it for whatever reason. And and the suits were totally different. But you're right. If they were ever to come out with something that just skipped three and made an actual sequel to Part Two, mm-hmm. where they bring back just the, the oh man, what the fuck? It would be amazing. Because I'll tell you what, the the voice actors they got for the new uh, Turtles were great. Just put the the puppet suits back and let, let's have a fucking like real movie. And not, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even Megan Fox is hot as shit, and I didn't mind her as April, but no, not a bit. Yeah, I, I just I, I don't know, dude. It's it's so weird. Like I don't understand how like in the future you go down in scale from what you yeah. had in nineteen. It's insane. It doesn't but make we, any sense. Yeah, we really do, man. The nineties were the, in my opinion, the nineties were the golden age of movies. So I know older people would disagree, but that's where I'm at. Hey, we're at ten sixteen p.m. With Lee the Machine Bowers. I'm going to take a quick, quick pee. I'll be right back. And then I told them, Jay, that we got to watch the outtakes from Eastbound and Down with the purplish hue. Oh, <laughs> because that's yeah, just classic. I, 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 Fucking uh, classic. I, at Lee? Lee at 1016. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, Lee the Machine Bowers. It sounds so hot and sexy. I, I wish I had a dick to justify a name like Lee the Machine. I do not. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1990, my all time favorite. The campfire scene when Michelangelo cries hits me with a ton of bricks. I got all three original TMNT theater posters and frames. I got my nephew into TMNT, and he's uh, he's Hook. Hook was not a bad movie either, but I don't I, I don't know what though he's I don't know Hook. He's got a hook for a hand, but that's fine. That doesn't mean that he can't do regular things. But you're right, man. That that particular scene, I am proud of you, all of you, my sons. When when Splinter appears in the campfire, where they all like meditate and they reach the final form, or, or whatever of ninjutsu, or and and they they're they're able to summon the spirit of uh, Splinter and he talks to him. I agree with you, dude. I got teary eyed as fuck during that scene. Uh, it 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 truly. I mean, it, it's like a dad. Uh, or your dad or, or whoever like saying i'm proud of you uh you 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 struggled and you got to this point and i'm really it was a, an amazing scene it really was and it's overlooked a lot of the times but that and i liked how around the campfire they all like you know um Raphael, who's always been the one that's been the, on the outskirts of the team like doing my own thing he like Leonardo, which him and Leonardo always had beef. Leonardo puts his hand on his shoulder and like, you know, uh, Raphael like grabs it and shit. I, I fucking love that shit. Yeah, dude. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Great, great throwback uh, or great callback. What, what what you mentioned there. I love that scene. Thank you, man. That was a good one. <laughs> I, I've actually, I've actually watched uh, that scene, just that scene specifically and it, for me, it's the same, it, like it, it evokes that emotion, the same as like um, uh, Homework Bound, when Shadow and all of them come up over the hill and they reunite with their owners. I, I, it fucking gets me, dude. I don't know. You have summoned me here, my sons. I, I, it's fucking great. Nighttime, thank you so much. I cannot wait for the Roadhouse remake coming out. Yeah, I think if it's done right, it's going to be good. I mean, that's, that's a movie that's very uh, straightforward, simple movie to make. Um, could they fuck it up? Yep. If they let studio interference and again, agendas and narrative problems get in the way, I think they can totally ruin that movie. But for the most part, I think it's an easy movie to remake. Uh, I hope it's good. I'm going to definitely go see it. 
it's going to be hard to replace someone like Sam Elliott as the the mentor in that movie. Um, Patrick Swayze was also an all time great. Uh, but yeah, it could work. And, and you look at something like Jack Reacher on Amazon Prime. Look how look how look how that exploded, right? Everybody just started talking about that, right? It, it, Did you start it, watching that? No, I didn't watch. Ah, shit, I was hoping. But you I'm saying, like, times, I was hoping no, but right. I'm saying like everybody talks about that that show, and and like it, like I think it's Amazon's Amazon's like it's either their most watched show or it's like up there. It's like in their top five most watched shows. Everybody it's loves that awesome. show because guess what? It's devoid of any kind of messaging. It's not. It's just a fucking straight up action, cool ass movie or show, and that's what they should do with not, uh, Roadhouse. That's what they should do with any movie. By the way, especially if it's like a, like a like a turn off your brain action movie, but anyway, I digress. Uh, I agree with you, sir. Richie Drums says, "Would you guys let Amber Heard sleep over?" Yep, uh, she she can shit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> she's hot as fuck. I think Jay doesn't a- want to conversate with her, no, but I guarantee a- you, I'll bet you a thousand dollars. If she did stay the night at your house, whether she gave you any or not, you'd be like the next day. I'm like, how'd it go? You'd be like, you know, bitch, she's actually a really cool person. Like, I, I know, hundred percent, I would. I, 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 I would, I would fucking white knight for that hoe. I would, I'd, I, I, I would, I would white knight for that hoe on fucking Twitter, and then everybody'd be like, oh. Jay, you know what she did though, right? I'm like, yeah, I know. I was like, yeah, but she's so, but you know, I, I don't think she that people know her. I don't think the people. I'd be like those white knights that came out for her after the fact, and they were trying to defend her <laughs> dumbass, shitty ass. But no, I. Is she, dude? Is she a fucking? Yeah, dude. She's a cunt and a half. Is she hot? Yeah. Are we mid? Are we cops? Are we <laughs> yeah. I like. Yeah. I, I. I guess meat's back on the menu, boys. I don't have to marry the hoe. I'll just fucking slam her and then leave her. Like, Johnny Depp was like forty-two seconds of sweet bliss. The problem is Johnny Depp stayed too long on that. Like you know that planet in Alien where they land and the fucking thing like the the, the face suckers get on them and then like, yeah. like infect them johnny is like that guy that just stayed too long on the planet he yeah left his, he you can't left, ride left, just left, can't leave, your, leave your balls in there have a good time and then get the fuck away anyway, <laughs> i i yeah you're right though yeah 100 percent, dude i she's hot are you, are you really, like tell me amber Heard's not hot like she's no. fucking hot dude it's true there's some beauty that that uh personality can't overcome uh colt Kaler said can y'all also convince Haley to watch two of my favorite franchises rambo and rocky what's her problem uh, dude oh man Haley, holy shit dude rambo and rocky at least at least watch rocky 4 i mean if if you can't get it up for rocky 4 i don't know what to tell you half the movie's a montage it's the most entertaining film of all time Haley, come on those are Haley. rambo and rocky are, are, are like classic staples of american cinema like mm-hmm. like like Rambo, like even if you're if you're not gonna go for Rocky, Rambo is literally about uh, like a, a like a, a regular Vietnam, like not a regular, but like a regular guy from the Vietnam War that just wants to get. I just want to get something to eat, and they're fucking dickheads to him. They won't let him in the town, and then get a haircut. God damn it, dude! Like what a oh. Yeah. If you if anything, look first, Goodfellas. First is the Goodfellas. You gotta watch Goodfellas. All right. Uh second, you gotta watch Rocky Four. I mean, I prefer you start at Rocky and work your way up. You have to go right way. You have to go Rocky. But I understand what we're dealing with here. So we're gonna start with four. Uh, we don't want to lose your attention. And then uh, obviously like the first Rambo. Just the first Rambo. Listen, if any of them. First blood is 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 first blood, which Rambo one. It, it it's gonna like it's gonna surprise the shit out of you because you're gonna you're gonna think it's one thing, 
when you're watching it. And then toward the end of the movie with the with the confrontation scene with Colonel Tremble, which I'm not going to spoil it for you because you haven't seen it yet. It's going to your 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 fucking heart is going to cave in on itself. Don't you like crying? Yeah. Or what are you like? Are you a fucking robot? Are you T1000? Everyone likes to cry. Haley. Yeah, dude. You will cry. You will cry. I guarantee. Gotta run T. Yeah, gotta do it. At least the first Rambo, at least Rocky Four, at least Goodfellas. Godfather 2, don't just jump into Godfather 2, all right? Don't willy-nilly Godfather 2, all right? Take a space out in your day, maybe a whole weekend, maybe a snowy weekend. Start at the first Godfather. You should watch all three, but you know what? If you want to stop after two, no one's going to no one's gonna come over your house and arrest you for not watching Godfather 3, all right? It's going to be okay. That is I think, not I, I, I think, I think, I think uh, you have to watch Rambo, though. You have to. Absol- first, absolutely. First Blood, you've got to yeah. watch that movie. Yeah, I agree. Lo- love you, Haley. Got to do it. Colt, let Colton show you the way. It's going to be a beautiful time for you both. Wild Willie. And by the way, when you watch Goodfellas and Godfather, uh, eat some spaghetti. This, it's not racist, Jay. Spaghetti. You eat spaghetti while you watch no, Godfather. I, I'm just saying, like, that's the way the world we live in. Spaghetti. It's true. But me, uh, me and Katie used to every Sunday night when the Sopranos come on, we, we would make big old plays spaghetti, drink some wine, watch Sopranos. That's fine. There's nothing wrong Was with that, that right after or before you went to the Ku Klux Klan meeting? <laughs> <laughs> it was in between. Uh, Wild oh, Willie. Wyatt Russell. And Milo for uh, for uh, um, Tango Tango Cash. Cash. Tango Cash. I could see that. I hate it. So no, shut up. Milo Ventimiglia. He could. He could. Like he looks like a smooth <laughs> selling motherfucker. And I. He's a little skinny. He's a little skinny. Wyatt Russell, not a great actor. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't work. Wyatt Russell, I think he's a good beginner actor. I don't think he doesn't have the same. Listen, Cash specifically, Kurt Russell has such a charm in that movie. It's just hard to it's just hard to find it. And Wyatt Russell, uh, even though he's his son, I mean, look at um, look at Clint Eastwood's son. He, he can't act worth a shit. That's not true. I thought he was great in Bubbles. You did good for you. I didn't see. I don't know what Bubbles is. I yeah. yeah. Look, the thing that, the thing that worked about Stallone being this smooth, debt like greased hair back, like you know, like clean cut dude was that underneath that suit. He was a fucking monster. That's why, even though he couldn't get any respect at the office because he was into stocks and all this shit like that, and he was making money on the side, he was an unstoppable. He was literally Rambo in a fucking. Well, suit. he was a he was a so, he was more of a like. Well, he was a stockbroker with a badge, like and, and right. but he but he could take care of business. I mean, like but I don't like know. just because a guy reads some comics, you think he can't start some shit? That was basically Stallone. Like he was still you, Action Jackson underneath it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I but I do. I, not, I, I think. Why Russell? Well, why why Russell's got more? I I think he needs more. Um, he needs more movies under his belt. Like he needs more like refinement before I could even say much more about. And him. he should also do his own thing, like to separate that a little bit. I think you know, um, Austin. Which celebrity would you prank call if you could? I'd give the business to Joe Pesci. <laughs> That's a good w, one, dude. You motherfucker! You, I swear to God, you call this fucking number again? I'll bury you in the fucking desert. Uh, a celebrity that you could just prank call, like as long as I knew they weren't going to hang up right away. I think one that you could like just go in on and like have back and forth with would be Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> that shit would be funny as that's shit. It's like that steak you made was look like shit. It looked like something that you fed your mother because you hated her and you wanted to fucking poison her. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about, you fat sandwich? You fucking blokes. <laughs> I don't know. Harry talks like because shut your fat mouth, you fucking bitch. But Gordon Ramsay, I think you could like if you got Gordon Ramsay going, I think that would be the greatest back and forth ever. If you could get if you could keep Gordon Ramsay on the phone and get more and more pissed, because who can out petty who? Ooh, Kelly, ooh, Kelly, ooh. (laughs) 
Who can out Petty Who? Slippy rolled. Ooh, Kelly, ooh. Uh, I think I would actually call Mark Wahlberg because I'd be like, hey, did you really beat up that poor? He's like, don't you ever call this fucking phone number again. I swear to fuck. Hey, Mark, let's, let's, let's try to outrun the wind. Do you want to outrun the wind? He'd be like, I swear to fucking God, I'm not playing with you right now. I'll come over your house and fucking cup stop you. It's like, hey, I uh, got a fucking eyeball I found on the ground. Does it belong to your friend? I'm wondering. I'm using it as an oracle <laughs> piece right now. Don't you ever call this fucking phone number again. I'd be like, Mark, hey, Mark. Let me the fucking house. Or you could just call, or you, or you could just call like uh, uh, Donnie and it'd be like, oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Hey, Mark, Mark, what? What do you want? It's like, this is my mic stand and I'm taking it. He's like, don't you ever say another kind of word about that. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, DJ Graham, what do you think about William Zapka as Cash? He plays a good guy. Dude, I almost. I don't think he's got the action enough. Like William Zapka, too... is that the guy from? Um, uh, yeah, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Uh, uh, he's yeah. a little old. He's a little old. Uh, I feel like he's about the same. I, he's about the same age as, as yeah, he's too old. I, I, I like I, the mentality, though. Like, I, yeah. I think he would be great. Yeah, he would be able to work that. Uh, really well i think he would work better in a, in a remake of um uh what's that uh patrick swayze uh keanu reeves a uh, point break i think he'd work point break really well as keanu yeah, like, reeves as a, like a like a <laughs> that character today <laughs> like, yeah I, but, yeah I, I feel like williams about i i and i i really want to see williams about in more stuff i think he's a great actor it sucks that it, it took something like from the 80s that he did like one time to really uh, bring him back into the public eye, but he's a great actor. He's also a cool. He's a cool guy. Like he seems he, like he's a cool guy. I don't know why this just popped into my head, dude, but I think it would be funny as fuck to see William Zapka get hired as a Ghostbuster, but be shitty at his job. So like, dude, that's so getting, fucking weird. Yeah, I was literally like, thinking about him being a Ghostbuster. Yeah, like he, but he's hired. He's he's the Winston character who gets hired on after they get successful, but he sucks, and yeah. they're giving him shit. He's like, "What do you want me to do? I don't yeah, know." This and, fucking and then thing works. and then and then Daniel Larusso would be like, uh, Machio <laughs> would be like the Ray. And he's yeah. like, come on, I brought you on here because I thought you knew what you were doing. He's like, well, what the hell? Give me a red stripe and tell me there's ghosts that exist. Yeah. I didn't know that they were yesterday. And then you that's, tell me. You that's I mean? my kind of Ghostbusters movie, dude. Not this bullshit we're doing now with the kitty shit. Like, I, I would love that. 100%. Richie Drums. Zach Efron as He-Man. What happened to his? Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, Plastic surgery? Uh, yeah. I, no, I, I think he, I heard he got in a wreck and he had like facial reconstructive surgery because his face got fucked up. Zach so Efron that's actually as- shitty. As he man, yeah. I mean, does he have the body to do it? I mean, fuck yeah, dude. He's got an incredible body, but also Jake Gyllenhaal has got a great body too. At least as far as like the bulk that he put on playing um, in uh, in Southpaw, I yeah. think it, it, the listen. And I know I, I'm going to say this again, and people are like, "No, what are you doing? Don't do that." I'm going to hey, say it again. Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam is going to be would be he man, a hundred percent. Charlie what is your Hunnam. obsession with Charlie? Fucking first Hunnam, off, fuck you because I, I didn't bring Tom Hardy up and I almost did. But <laughs> Charlie <fair>. Charlie Hunnam, <laughs> Charlie Hunnam has got the, the long locks. He's a good looking guy. He's got the body. He could easily play it. And I also didn't say Chris Hemsworth, even though Chris Hemsworth could play He Man pretty easily Chris as Hemsworth. well. But I, like Chris Hemsworth, like on paper, is a great He Man. I just wouldn't. It wouldn't excite me. But. Richie, actually, actually if, they, if, if they gave if they gave Chris Hemsworth like you can play him like Fat Thor, like just sure. have fun with it, and I think that'd be funny. Like that'd be but great. I, but I think it'd be way too close to Thor. I think it'd be way too on brand. Honest to God, though, Richie, like Zac Efron, the way he was in the Iron Claw, the look that he had, especially with that like weird haircut that he had, 
Oh my fucking god! Like that's He Man. No, dude, that's I'm He Man. You, that's fucking you, He Man, dude. It's Charlie Hunnam and the best. Oh. No, listen, Charlie Hunnam and Skeletor played by Nicolas Cage. I'll give you that one. The second one's good. The first one sucks, but you should you need to fucking watch a <laughs> uh, motorcycle show. <laughs> you should shut up. You shut should up, watch man. a motorcycle show. <laughs> Jacob, hey Jacob, what's up, buddy? Said happy New Year's, guys. Hope this year treats you guys amazing. Cheers, love you, love you too, buddy. Thank you, man. Thank you, dude. Dude, I hope the band has an amazing fucking year this year. You're an awesome dude. I love you. And um, Devin, appreciate you, dude. Devin, hey, thank you, Devin. We're about to watch a piece of content from a man named Devin as well. Thank you, man. Uh, Lee the Machine Bowers again says, I meant meant to say, Jay, I got my nephew into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he loves it because of me. Sorry for my nonsense. By the way, pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Yeah, again, you know what? Again, forgiveness is divine, but never for late pizza. No, I, I get it. Yeah, I get it, man. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, isn't that a cool thing? Like, when you can, like, get, like, you know, your nephews or nieces and they can watch a movie from 1990. Ugh. The fact that that's like what 10 to like 30 years old, like it's a 30 year old movie, right? Yeah, or is it? Yeah, a 30, 30 year old, 34 years old now, a yeah. 34 year old movie, and they can be like, like just like sparkly and like, holy shit, I this is such a great movie as you were when you were a kid when you watched it because that movie holds up, that movie continuously holds up to the test of time while something like the remake with the CGI shit is like a forgettable movie that you, you, you never watch again. Yeah, I totally agree. I don't, I don't know what that was in reference to, but I agree. Azteca Aguilar. What's up, dude? Mike, check out Seagal cop versus Nick Diaz and Silva. Uh, the only thing I know about that is you remember when uh, Steven Seagal got involved in the UFC for a hot minute, he was like, yeah, I oh, he caught the kick. guy. Yeah. Yeah, I showed him that kick that he did in the fight that won the fight. I showed him last week in training, and basically I'm the reason that UFC exists. I started UFC in my basement in 1997 mm -hmm. in Kansas City while sleeping with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. that's yeah. uh. Well, you know, it really sucks, dude, because Seagal was like a childhood hero, and he's such a joke. Like, he's such a yeah. show. Like, like, all the shit that came out afterwards, and, like, he's such a fucking liar, dude. Like, he's such a liar. It's unbelievable. D-Land, it's an elf bar. He said, Mike, what? It's like the third time there. He's like, Mike, what the fuck are you puffing on? I swear to God, it's an elf. It's a elf. It's a little uh, vapey vape. Oh, McGraperson. Um, they're good. They're good. Don't don't start smoking if you don't. But if you do, that's better than cigarettes. Let us finish tonight's show, my sexy fucking friends. And Jim, hella, go away. Stop it. Go. Be gone from here. Get out of here, swan. <laughs> Stop looking at me, swan. Uh, we're going to watch this together. This is if Jay and I ever get together and watch videos, like I'm pretty sure we've watched this 27 times together. It's one of the funniest fucking videos on the goddamn internet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude. And by the way, by the way, in iron claw, Will Ferrell should have played Ric Flair. He's got the suave and he's got the style. Look at that. That looks like oh, yeah, fucking dude. Ric Flair, dude. dude that looks really like Ric is. Flair. Not the it's guy they got that guy. That's the guy. That's like when I think of Ric Flair, Will Ferrell should have come out as fucking Ric Flair, dude. Dude, that's hundred percent the fucking truth. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna make sure I have the sound on real quick here. Uh well, you're by the way, I right, probably dude. reviewed that. That's a fucking nine. I think we gave it a nine nine oh or nine five eight oh. Yeah, I don't know. Iron claw ruled. But that dude, guys, tell me, does that guy does Will Fair not look like Will like uh fucking Ric Flair? Tell me he doesn't. Yeah, dude. He does. Yeah, and the way he acts too. Exactly. <laughs> Ric Flair, dude. All right, y'all y'all take in this three minutes and twenty-seven seconds with us. Uh this is gonna be great. If you haven't seen this yet, it's gonna blow your I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta think. Try not to laugh. 
You can't laugh. If you if you break it, you lose. And then you have to admit you have a small dick. Impossible. Not us, because we've seen it. But you. You don't laugh. You can't laugh. laugh. Okay. Are we tired? <laughs> really? <laughs> can you feel the tension in the air right now? I know I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Getting all swollen with a light blue hue to them. Fresh and juicy, ready for the picking. All the school children are lining up to put them in the sack lunches. Hey, that plum looks good. You can I trade it for your Twinkie? No, yeah, these he, are my plums. He's ad-libbing the shit out of I want to bite into that plum and let the juice spill down my chin. You know what I mean? <laughs> All the while. Everyone's saying. <laughs> All the while. Yeah. <laughs> I want the juice to spill down. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Like, Okay. Okay. <laughs> If I recall correctly, if I recall correctly, my plums, beautiful bluish hue, the sun. Look at the guy in the background, right dude. Off of them, just nice. Like he's trying, getting ready to take them to market. <laughs> take them to market. It's so hard, dude. How do you do this? I can feel it down in my plums. <laughs> I gotta be honest, dude. That guy, I give him all the credit in the world, dude. I can feel it. Down in my plums, to get a nice bluish hue. Getting ready to take them to the farmer's market. <laughs> Special two plums for one. <laughs> you got the guy in the back too. Who the fuck is that? I can't remember his name. The black dude. I can right feel there. it down in my plums. Uh, Craig something. Craig Robinson. Yeah. I can feel the tension in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I told this. my wife Beverly. I was <laughs> on top of He's her. too close. <laughs> He's too close what? to your fucking don't face. Motherfucker, don't laugh. <laughs> Danny McBride's like being like, don't laugh, motherfucker. When I was on top of her, <laughs> making intense, painful love. <laughs> There's no way, dude. There's no fucking way. Consider it done. Because you can hear, you can okay. smell his breath. You can feel the wind. Listen to me. <laughs> I'm going to be real honest with you right now. <laughs> this moment came to me in a dream about a month ago. I was making love. My wife, Donald, <laughs> on name. top of her, thrusting away a sultry, hot evening. All the windows closed. The heat turned up to about 82. <laughs> so it gets sweaty and hot. My hips thrusting down on Donna. I'm trying to get away because she does not like it. Yeah, he fucking broke. When I hear a sound, I rap at the door. My young son, Gabriel, they walks in. The strong. My wife says, no, Gabriel, leave. I say, no, let the boy walk. Gabriel, leave. Let the boy watch. <laughs> he needs to learn the way I learned from my father. The way he learned yeah, from Dan, his Danny's father. Like fucking that up <laughs> dude, I mean, oh, like, God, how dude. do you do it? How do you fucking do it? I would say like that, that scene is like next to the entire movie of Step Brothers. Would be the yeah. hardest fucking thing I could. I, I I don't know how much money I would probably cost the studio just because you'd break 
And you yeah. know what? You know what it is? They're tr- like Danny McBride. They're, they're like, stop, motherfucker! Like we can't keep doing it. Like it's probably they, I don't know what take they were on, but that'd be like take fifty-eight. And the fact that you knew that he was going to be right there, like in your peripheral, like right there, talking about the plum. You know, like you're like my, my boy. I told the Gabriel, it's a, send the boy away, and then I was like, oh, let the boy. And he's like breathing, and you can feel, it, and you know he's right there. <laughs> Dude, so many, so many people in the chat were like, "I lost, I lost." I could, yeah, I, I mean, it, there's I no way. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, that'd be a fun. Bit. Maybe we could do a video like that in the future. I don't know, like uh, try not to laugh or something. I don't know, like if we yeah. could try not to laugh, you know, and then you hey. take a shot if you if you laugh. Send us. Uh, I'll put the email down there. Send us the funniest, the funniest videos you can find. Uh, whatever the funniest video is, like your go-to funny-ass video. Make if they can, they got to be short, like a minute, two minutes tops. Yeah, uh, like funny memes, funny whatever. It doesn't matter. Send us an email, and maybe we'll do a show where we we try to do us not laughing or whatever. But uh, guys, that was a fucking blast. Um, mm-hmm. It always is. It always is. Deep down in my plums, Where's my wife Donna, a blue shoe. <laughs> She's trying to get away because she does not like it. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Hey, we love you guys so much. Thanks for making tonight fun, as you guys always fucking do. Sure. And uh, uh, no streams the rest of this week. Patreons, Saturday night, 9 o'clock. Be there. I'm going to have the windows down. <laughs> the heat turned up to about 82. You guys uh, want to get sweaty and nasty. Come on, down. Nasty. <laughs> uh, but we will see all of you guys next week. Love your fucking faces. Good night. Good night, y'all. See you soon. Bye-bye. With my wiener. Not stripping with butter. I'm going to I'm going to lick it. Yeah. From the shaft to the tip. And then I'm going to drink its juices down like a Capri Sun on a hot winter's night. And then, oh, Jay's gone. What's good? Hey, I'm going to suck your 